Everybody, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 710 for the week of February 3rd, 2024. I'm Chris Privetier with the RP Gamer News Network, bringing you the week's news and reviews about the role playing game genre of video games. Joining me this week, longtime contributor Josh Carpenter. I'm doing some crustacean matchmaking this week. Delightful. Mm-hmm. Also joining me, guest correspondent Robert Albright. Because I, I like beating up weirdos in the streets. Fantastic. We always love to hear your exploits culling the homeless population. Finally, we have special VIP correspondent Phil Willis. I got a Pictomancer character in my game. That is a fascinating revelation. I look more forward to hearing more about it soon. I hope you're all excited to join us for another episode of RPG Cast. <laughs> is this the NPR version? Yeah, this is the NPR version. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I don't think I have a weird enough last name for NPR. Mm. I thought this was like, I thought he was going for Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> This will work, too. Yeah. Woo, totally. Alice is rating us. Hi, Alice. Alice used to be on the show. Hi. All right. That's all. Um, hi, we're live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer if you're catching us live. Otherwise, you're catching us on the podcast of your choice. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we have a lot of news this week, so we just, we gotta, we gotta cut the small talk, folks. Mm-hmm. We gotta cut. A, it, yeah. We're, we're now past the holiday you know doldrums i don't know yeah drought (laughs) the drought times darn darn sony and their state of play kind of helped is that what it is that's part of i watched some of that and it was like most of it was an rpg stuff but yeah so wasn't that interested then and then that trailer for um you know which trailer i'm talking about right death stranding 2 yeah that happened but we don't cover that. Kojima was being Kojima again. When is he not? Just a reminder, he's still Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> That's right up there with saying, you know, Yoko Taro is still being Yoko Taro. Mm-hmm. That trailer was a thing. All right. Anyway, uh, I want to let you all know that I've been playing Pal World all week and not Path of Exile. Ooh, how how good it has is it, Chris? Hmm? Yeah. How good is it? Yeah, how good is it? I mean, I'm level 40 on a dedicated server. I'm showing it off to the stream. I got egg incubators. I got three bases. I'm enjoying my time. Um, mostly the fun is like I'm playing with friends. We all went from Path of Exile to Pal World <laughs> at the same time, more or less. That's, that's kind of, that's a big transition there, Mr. Chris. I know, right? Yeah. And then, uh... I guess, like, the thing is, like, if you are playing with socially, you know, it you get to trade some pals and help each other out and fill in the gaps, and it, it makes it feel better. Um, of course, since we're on a shared server, nobody's just going around janking up the server settings to boost their XP temporarily or anything like that, which a lot of people do single player. 
So I feel like I'm not at level 50 yet, and I should be. Um, and I go on YouTube, and I'm like, how do you get more XP? And everyone's like, um, abuse this boss um, glitch and uh, crank up your XP, and you'll get a million XP per fight. I'm like, but I I can't do that. And yeah, Well, I'll tell you, the dedicated server that I'm on, we're not doing that. <laughs> You're not? Okay. Yeah, we're... we're, we're you know, uh, we've got... I want to say five people. Let's see. Me, Rosar, Dead Ribs, Fl- Fluffy, and Eels. Yeah. Tell me so you like, at least uh, lowered the egg hatching time. No, I think we've we've kept it pretty oh, vanilla. Oh, God. Uh, some of those eggs take three days to hatch then. It's ridiculous. We, ha- we have, like, whole incubation rooms with, like... Well, th- th- you don't have, like, any fires near them. Uh, I- I'm aware, but, like... The longest egg I have to hatch without um, proper conditions is two hours, Tim. It's a massive difference. <laughs> well, again, having fires near it helps because it reduces timers. Yeah, sure. It'll cut in a half. So instead of three days, it's a day and a half. Woo! <laughs> it's a lot. So when you're breeding in this game and... So this is this is fun. Like people are having their way of playing. Everyone gets to play their way um with their settings and everyone's like picks what's best for them and what they like best. So like we've not boosted the experience or anything or the damage or the recovery of health or anything. You've chosen not to tweak anything at all. Uh we have uh adjusted however our catch rate slightly slightly because the game is actually broken whereas uh when you you level up your catch rate in this game it makes it worse. And you, uh, we've also boosted the hatching rate because it just takes too long. And if you want to try and breed for good creatures, like waiting three days for eggs to hatch is like by the time the eggs hatch that have the things you want, you're going to be done playing this game. So we, uh, we, we said, forget that. <laughs> so we made some well, changes on a couple well, of those. <laughs> note that the most the person who owns the server, which is my friend Dead Ribs, yeah. Um, he uh, he's owning it for Rosar, who is a variety streamer. So like on those off days, he's playing other things, mm-hmm. like the finals. Nice. What are or, the f- uh, wait? Is that a basketball game or a game about taking your no, final that, exams that, in college? No, that was that was the one where it showed off during the game awards, and everybody was like, "What the heck is this game?" You know, with all the explosions and stuff. All right, Tam. You know, I'm sorry. You just told me to think of remember the game in the game awards with all the explosions. And I just can't I can't parse that into a particular game. That sounds like every video game to me. (laughs) All right. Anyways, it's it's a it's a battle. It's a group, a team based battle royale of either 3v3v3 3v3 or 3v3v3v3. Okay. And, like, everything is super destructible in that game. All right. So he's also playing that. Or they are also yeah. playing that. Yeah. Yeah. So there, cool. there, there's a few different games that we all, they all switch between. So then you come so. back and hatch all your eggs and have fun there. Yeah. All right. Exactly. I understand. At that game pay pace, that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, this is Team Fortress I'm... 2. <laughs> Not quite. It's with money. Oh, okay. Team Fortress 2 with money. Got it. Also has Overwatch fonts. Got it. 
yeah, it's it's free to play, but it, it is it's there's a, I mean it's free to play, so there's a lot of cheaters. They do have a reporting system. Uh, totally, totally not something I'm interested in at all. All right. Anyway, back to Pal World. Back Tell me pal. about your best pal, Tim. Um, my I I basically just have a whole bunch of low level like starter ones. Because like if I start really start to play this, I will be uh, I will sacrifice sleep without realizing it. All right, and I know this about myself. So that's I'm, yeah, no, that's I'm, true. It's a crafting survival game. If those are a weakness for you, this is a dangerous game. Yeah, it's a drug. I I do like the fact there's like so much to explore, and like I will admit, I captured a human. I have two humans that just sit in my pal box forever because they're useless, actually. Yeah, they're, the humans are kind of useless. I should sell them to the black market. Uh, it's Windows and Xbox, Fess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Windows and Xbox. So, yeah, we're doing dedicated servers, so I'm on Steam. I can't use the Game Pass version for dedicated servers, which makes me sad because it's on Game Pass and I'd rather not pay, but I had yeah, to pay. But the, ga- but the Game Pass is also on a... Um different version like a version (laughs) two version like two or three versions ago they just got their update but yeah yeah they got their update to the 1.1.3 oh no yes yeah 114 has so many fixes (laughs) oh sorry oh (laughs) 114 oh 14 excuse me yeah oh 14 this this game does not use semver I don't know what this version is. Version 0.1.4.0. That's actually very common in many free to the free to play beta early access games. So 1.0 of course is the full release. Sure. So this is a very basically very early beta. But build. they have an extra octet here. They have that last zero that they don't need. <laughs> like if they're just doing bug fixes between minor, I, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Pal World. Anyway, so uh, Pal World. What are you doing? It. You catch pals, which are Pokemon. You um, sometimes ev- look like Pokemon. Sometimes look like Pokemon. The more I play this game, the less I feel they look like Pokemon. This game is Stockholming me. It's making me think everything's okay. When there's clearly inspiration from other games. Then, then of course, the people out there like point out, like, you know, Pokemon was influenced by other games, too. And all those Pokemon designs, you can look at prior art that, look, that they look like, too. Like, oh. I, I oh. still argue that a, <laughs> a, a crab is still going to look like a crab no matter what game you play. Is there a crab in this game? I don't there's, know. There's I no crab in this game. But, but one of the comparison people make is like, oh, Kingler from... yeah. Pokemon looks, looks like, like the, the Dragon the Quest crabs one. For, the Dragon Quest. No, it was Dragon Quest three that first had the crabs. Oh, okay. They look the same. It's like, well, yeah, yeah of course. They're, they, they're crabs. crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's funny. Um, yeah. So that said, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the game isn't in the clear. Um, I think it's interesting that it hasn't been cease and desisted yet. I think that means Nintendo hasn't found enough to make any legal case yet, but I don't really know. It's Japan law. We'll see. Well, By the time last, it's resolved, I'm, I won't care anymore. <laughs> the, last, 
the last thing we heard was they are looking into it. Yeah, of course they're looking into it. You know why they said that? Because people wouldn't bug them, wouldn't stop bugging them for comment. So they had to say something so that people would shut up. <laughs> uh, I, I personally liked uh, one of the first nights we were playing. Someone came into Rosar's chat and be like, I can't wait. I hope you all enjoy your subpoena from Nintendo. And I'm sitting there like subpoena. They're, they're not going to subpoena, <laughs> but they're going to subpoena all the players. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I'm like, they're not going to subpoena any that? of the bloody players to go into court <laughs> over the game. What did you think? Like, who cares? I'm not an expert. Why would you subpoena me? You have no grounds. Your opinion matters, Chris. <laughs> Subpoena the lot. developers. Yeah, that's who you need to subpoena. Like, I don't care. Anyway, the more I've played this, I, I you know, I'm playing it, so I guess I'm biased. Uh, I think it's okay. I don't think this causes damage to the Pokemon properly. I think it shows some different directions that Pokemon could go that obviously it won't because it's too adult. And uh, yeah, but we're having fun, and it's wearing thin already. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, I'll be honest. Last uh, last two nights, I've I've played. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm making much progress. I can't crank up the XP on the server. I'm not going to start over on my own single player server. The fun part's the social time, and so basically, I might just play Pal World when everyone's on. And other than that, I might play, play play something else. Um, and the the thing that's tempting me. <clears throat> well, okay, let me. I'm having one of those moments that I have. Where I have three things that I feel like I have to do, and I don't want to do any of them. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I feel like I need to go back and finish my Path of Exile League 40 out of 40 yeah. challenges, because I'm the closest to 40 out of 40. They have, every league has, like, 40 challenges to complete. I'm at 36 out of 40. I've never been That's this close, close before. You're almost there. Exactly. Dang. There's some hard challenges left, but they are doable. I'm sure of that. They will take some work. It's not going to be like log in one night to do it. I could do that. I feel like I should do that and feel like that. Get that accomplishment. Check, tick that box and be like, I did that once. There's something there for me. But then I think about, you know, I finally out of Path of Exile. Do I really want to go back in? Will you ever get out again? I think I would, but it's still risky. Very risky. Right? Chris? Chris, I have a red pill and a blue pill. Right. One in each hand. You got to choose. Right. Do you want to come oh. out? <laughs> the, the, second, the second thing I feel like I need to do, I'm at level 40 in Pal World. Level 50's cap. Level 50's where I get the cool jet dragon where I can drive, fly around the world really fast. That'd be sweet. Maybe I just push through and keep leveling up in Pal World. Number three. Does that mean you're done at that point? Or, or? I mean, the, the, you run a, the, there is no end game. Yeah. I mean, the end game is catch the pals you want, breed them if you want, keep grinding towers if you want, but there's, like, nothing after getting to 50 and finishing all the towers. So I've done three out of the five towers, so there's two left. So if I could get to 50 and do those towers, then I would consider it done. For me. Other people, you know, they're building their empire, breeding more things, waiting for updates, right? That's different ways to play. I would be at the point where I'm like, I'm good <laughs> at that point. So I could do that. Yeah, I know. Okay, Pal World hasn't reached 1.0 yet, and people are done. Well, what did you expect them to constantly play the entire time it's being developed? Like, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, of course you're done for now. Like, that's how games work. You don't just play them forever, unless it's Path of Exile. Um, okay. 
Yeah, it'd be like a demo, right? It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like a demo, really. Yeah. It's just a, you do all the, the early access game. content, and then you come back in a while after a few patches, and more stuff's in, right? Cool. Right. Yeah, just like playing Final Fantasy XIV. And honestly, you probably start over at that point, because the whole progression will be better. But whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Um, And then the third thing is, do you know what came out Friday? No. What? Persona 3 Reload. What can Ooh. I do for you? No, that's what? No, that's what? Final Fantasy thirteen. That's ten two. That's Final Fantasy ten two. Excuse me. What are you? What? Phil. <laughs> seeing if you're awake. I'm awake. <laughs> that's not Persona. Anyway, so uh, Persona three Reload came out, and I really liked Persona three when it came out. I haven't ever wanted to go back and play it again. This is a good excuse to do that because I like the world, I like the setting, I like the music. I hate Tartarus. How do you like new Tartarus? I I, f- I feel like I need a I need an anti plaque toothpaste because I don't like the Tartarus. Um, I don't think new Tartarus changes it enough. But uh, have you been in new Tartarus? Yet? No, no, no. So I I literally played twenty minutes to like set up a save file and then logged out. Um, because it was like after midnight, and I was watching a VTuber who was playing it. I'm like, oh, this this is making me tempted. Oh, I'm gonna log. I'm gonna start playing and see how if Anna and I can play at the same time on Game Pass. A question I still haven't figured out, by the way. I should probably figure that out because Anna Marie is playing it right now. <laughs> She's out there playing it. Like she played ten hours yesterday. She's playing again today. It's um, it's it's one of her favorite games. Yes, and she's gonna keep playing it. She's got SMT tattoos. All right, this lady's into the Persona and the SMTs. So, with that said. Do I play more Persona 3? Or do I not? Because Tartars. I don't know. And so those are three things that I kind of all want to do and kind of don't want to do. They didn't completely remake it. No. They they added the... They made the floors look a little bit more distinct. They've changed some of the mechanics of Tartars. But you're still running around 22 levels of dungeon to clear out. And of samey, samey, run around, smack enemy. Baby, 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 then do your shuffle time, which has been changed, so it's a little different. So you need to get lots of one more, so you get one good cards in the shuffle time. And then the end. <sighs> so, but I, I, do, I do, I know what you mean. They've, they've made changes, and that's good. And it would be cool to experience them, right? But, yeah, I don't know. Except the Tartar. Except the Tartar. Except the Detritus. So... That's where I'm at, and that doesn't that doesn't I none of you can give me a good answer because the real answer is probably like I don't know, Chris. Maybe go play something older that you actually want to play. But what's the fun in that? Or go back to play Path of Exile. That was one of the options. Yeah, weren't you listening? And that's one of the options we're trying to keep him from. (laughs) Phil's Phil's evil. How did you get out? Why are you out here? I have a flying blooper dude in here. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, just paralyzed by indecision. Probably maybe just keep playing. Hell, I don't know. What accomplishment do you want, Chris? Uh, I don't know. I should probably be doing home improvement tasks on my house. Oh, that's no fun. I know, right? 
Anyway, That's so I'm in one of these game bad. funks, and they're always in a game funk. Well, I wasn't for months, and the answer was Path of Exile. So, like, if I don't get a good answer, there's danger ahead. I'll go back. It's like heroin. It's the only thing that loved me. I hope Paws loves you. No, it's the only thing. Path of Exile. Mm. Anyway, I'm done. Uh, sorry, that's that got dark. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking, I'm sitting here being like, I wonder if Paws is actually listening into our podcast today. She probably is. Gonna come over and look. give me a look. Like, what are you talking about? Sorry. <laughs> So, uh, I'll toss it over to Phil Willis. Hello, special guest Phil Willis. Forget what it's called in English, where where things are, you do this thing where Path of Exile is to Chris as City of Heroes is to Phil. An analogy? Um, There's a word for it. Simile, metaphor. Simile, metaphor, something like that. Yeah, I feel like that was something that was like... No, it's the SAT, it's the SAT... SAT analogies. Yeah, the analogies. Yeah. 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 They're gone now, by the way. They stopped doing them. They stopped doing them? Oh. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, But anywho, yeah, no, I I love this game. It's great. I I, I can't stop playing it. I wake up, I play it, I go to bed, I play it. I don't don't stop playing City of Heroes. Oh, no. We got to rescue Phil now. There is, it is. He needs a hero. I need something. I need to go to some sort of City of Heroes Anonymous. It's just really good. You know, it's it's like um, every once in a while I play a game, you know, that I just want to tell everybody about, and it's just so much fun, and I can't stop playing it. This Monster Hunter World, when that came out, it's been Earth Defense Force in the past, you know. It, I'm surprised you're not doing the Return to Monster Hunter World. Hy- Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors was very addicting for me. But... Uh, yeah, no, City of Heroes is where it's at right now. I'm building all kinds of different heroes. So I I, I built a, a, my own version of Pictomancer. I'm sure most of our people who are listening are aware that Final Fantasy XIV has a new class that's coming out eventually, I think, in the next few months, and called Pictomancer, which is based off a of realm in Final Fantasy VI, right? You use a paintbrush as your weapon, in a manner of speaking. You, you paint monsters and things like that, you know, real quickly, and they attack the enemy or uh, and whatnot. And in a video, this lady has this big huge paintbrush and she's uh, splashing it all over the place so what i did was i created uh th- there's a power set uh called water and uh you can do you can throw lobs of water at enemies uh jets of water steam things like that it's a water power set and uh and then i created you can create different costumes you can flip them in and out it's very very cool like you can make one of your costumes look like an ordinary Joe, and then another costume, he looks like a monster. And then what you do, anytime you're like around your friends, oh, we're going to go fight now, you can pick what animation to change him from the human to the monster. Like nice. uh, He'll pull out, yeah, like this one animation, it's called Serum. And what he does, he'll pull out this needle from who knows where, stab it at his arm, buckle down in pain, and then roar, and then cloud of smoke, and all of a sudden you're this big monster, right? Um so you can do transitions like that. So I did a trans. So I have my 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 water, my water creature called Aquaforce, and and 
that character kind of looks a little bit like a water creature, sharkish type of thing or whatever. But then I press a button and lightning strikes and suddenly the character's got all kinds of different rainbow colors. And instead of throwing globs of mostly light blue water, each of my different powers are a different color of the rainbow. And it's very splashy. And so it, it looks like I'm a pictomancer because I'm just attacking enemies with paintballs and different colors. It's very, very colorful on the screen. And everyone's like, what are all those colors? What, what kind of class is that? <laughs> like it's a pictomancer. So it's kind of funny because a lot of the, the water set being kind of one of the newer sets, a lot of the returning players uh, who are coming back are – They never used it. Yeah. They never used it, and so they don't even think about making a character like that because they're mostly just trying to recreate what they had before and seeing where it can go. So, um, uh, Ion actually has uh, a painting class too that uses uh, gauntlets that shoot out – or bracelets actually that shoot out uh, – like paint blobs is ion still a thing yes wow i mean i know nc soft is known for not canceling games but yeah no ion is still a game yeah well i canceled city of heroes but that's okay the community's been picking it up really well there's a lot of quality of life enhancements they have put into the game as well to make it easier to play uh, make auction house, you know, transactions easier, make it easier to get the gear that you need, um, get around quicker uh, and the such. NCSoft was selling a lot of the, uh, some little convenience of life and aesthetic stuff uh, as microtransactions towards the end. And now that's all available from a vendor in the city for, um, for free. Or Yeah, you mentioned currency. that last week. Yeah, you just yeah. go get it from a dude. Like, just hey, here I'm all the free it. stuff. <laughs> and now you're flying around. It's really funny. I don't even... You know, so one of the things, one of the big changes they made was you can get your travels powers at level four rather than fourteen. And I'm on a server with double XP, so you get to level four very, very quickly. You can go to free to play vendor, and you can get another hundred percent extra XP per kill uh, if you turn off your um, income gain from from defe- uh, defeating monsters. You won't get any um, uh, currency, and that's fine because they don't drop much anyways. So. Uh, getting to four is really easy. And my first couple of characters, I'm like, yay, flight power is really fast. Wow, this is great. But but then it occurred to me as I was playing around later on with other characters is that you can get free jetpacks and free fast running and stuff from, from that free-to-play vendor. It's not quite as fast as the travel power, but it's still pretty darn good for getting around. And, and that means at fourth level, I can take another attacking power, defensive power, whatever. And uh, so, I, you know, just just playing around with the, those things like that. Um, one of the things I don't think I did I mention last time how you can make your own missions. No. So they have a full blown mission editor in the game, and players have been making up their own missions, and there's plenty to pick from. Now, by far the most popular type of mission is the farming mission, where there's just huge concentration of monsters set up perfectly for aoe attackers so you can go in there and just get the maximum number of kills per hour you'll never have to look for a mob or look for the quest mark or anything like you're just there just to just to it's like hyrule warriors right you're just there to the you know to kill their i'm sorry arrest thousands of bad guys but uh, uh but there's also some legitimate hey we took time put a funny little story with it put some dialogue you know quests where you go from point a to point b uh and, and whatnot one of the things I really like, I, I think I mentioned before about all the different story arcs you can play through in this game, uh, and there are 
easily a hundred different story arcs. Each one takes uh, roughly an hour or so, uh, and you can play through those. But these, the, if for some odd reason you got bored of all of those, this just provides another way to continue playing the game. It, it's insane. So, and then if you're super bored, you can go in and um, make your own mission. Uh, also, all the base stuff is free, so you can make your own base. It's an instant place, and you go down a pothole, and next thing you know, you're in your your base somewhere, uh, and you can create your own. It's supposed to be for a super group, and this used to cost a lot of currency. It would take a whole super group to put these things together. Now it's all free, so everyone's got their own super base now. This is a great place to store stuff and 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 save it for your alts and stuff. So it, it, it yeah, I could go on and on, but the, the base itself, like. The base is so designable. There, you can make it look like I made mine look. My my villain's base looks like a Borg layer from Star Trek. Uh, one base I looked at doesn't even look like the inside of the base at all. Instead, it looks like the outside of a city, and and you go into different buildings <laughs> rather than going into different rooms. Uh, the possibilities are just endless. Uh, they, and and everything is there for free. So many choices. I had to look up a YouTube video just to even begin to get a grasp of of the beginnings because you're you're just overwhelmed with choices when you're making a base. It, it's just incredible. So is all this in the original, or has this all been added by um, modders after the fact? The base making and everything was all in the original, but it used to cost a lot of currency. You had to get a super ah. group together, and you had to farm up materials and things like that. Now what they've done on this private server is they've just said, you can have whatever you want. Here's the base. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've got other things to farm for. You want to focus on playing the game and getting your characters up there or not fiddling around with the with with uh, the whole base mechanic dealy so um and, and and honestly people don't seem to do the super groups as much which are basically like the guilds because you're either on discord with your friends and you're like hey let's go run together or you use the lfg channel it's still the good old-fashioned looking for a tank and stuff like that but the classes in uh this game are a lot more malleable and the, there isn't really as strong of an enforcement of you have to have this and this in a team to get by. So it's pretty easy to pull the team together, do whatever you want. I like how Chaos points it out in the chat. It's like you get to be the whale this time for free. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, normally, you know, with these pay-to-win daily games, right, it's it's the people who pay all this money. They're the whales, and, and they get to have all the cool toys. But here, it really is like a lot of that pay-to-win stuff. To be fair... Uh, NCSoft, when it came to a lot of that, had limited to lower level and some quality of life stuff and cosmetics. Sure. Uh, but lower level and to help you level your lower level tunes a bit faster, and that was about it. And like by the time you got to your 40s and your 50s, you, you had to you know earn everything else, a- unless there was a black market somewhere, which wouldn't surprise me. These MMOs often have <laughs> these things, but. Um, and I don't think that they had like a WoW deal where you could buy tokens essentially. And tr- if they did, that would definitely be pay to that just turns your whole MMO into pay to win when you do that. Um, so I, I don't recall that a thing, but I left before before a lot of the newer stuff happened back in the day. So my memory's a little fuzzy on that. But yes, nowadays it's yeah, everyone feels like you're really on an equal footing, and everyone's getting the leg up. So it's really, really cool. And if you sign up on Reunion or something, you, you, the XP's just falling from the sky. So you level up your characters pretty quickly. 
yeah, I'm still playing. So anybody wants to join me, just hit me up in Discord. Oh, at that's tempting the too, Gamer man. Discord. It is so much fun. We've been playing every single night, running with friends and stuff. And on the rare occasion, my friends aren't on. I either do solo missions. I like the so I like playing solo. All right. Or I with just all do this, LFG. With all this boosted stuff, how long does it take to hit level cap? Uh, well, <laughs> if you got a friend who will, so you can have a friend that'll farm for you. So there's usually like my high level friends are farming, which means they're going into that, uh, created mode mm-hmm. uh, and they're doing one of those maps where the mobs are really dense. Uh, and, and I will sit. So you, you, if you're a sit, you're either a hitter or a sitter. Hitter is the people going in, killing the mobs and the sitters just sit at the door and absorb. So okay. if you're leech just sitting carry. there, abs- got it. Yeah, <laughs> you can leech. And if you leech, you can level up to max level in, in about 10 hours or less. Depending okay. On how good that farming is. If you're going to do it the old fashioned way, uh, with the double, triple XP, uh, I don't know. It'll probably take you a while. I have a friend who's been playing, I want to say about 10 hours a week for like three weeks now. I, uh, I, that's what I feel anyways. Just my, it could be more, it could be less. And he's at, he's almost at 40. Of course, it slows down. You get into the 40 and 50 is the cap. And then once you get to 50, you start getting what's called incarnate levels. So you still kind of keep leveling up, but your, your stats aren't going up anymore or anything like that. But it's, you're accruing uh, points to uh, buy things in the incarnate system um and things like that i'm not very familiar with that yet just yet because i just hit 50 on a character so but there's plenty of in-game stuff and grinding and and all kinds of stuff you need to do once you hit 50 it, it doesn't stop at 50 by any stretch or you could be like me and just keep making alts because they're so much fun to play so many different types of characters to play it's just That's really it. cool that they've allowed this to happen i love it it is super super awesome Instead is, of things just disappearing into the ether like so many of the online ones do. Mm-hmm. Well, or even just the you know the stuff that's on all the uh, various storefronts that are no longer active. Mm. Nintendo. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's it, it, I just feel like a lot of the stuff that's in this game now that I'm playing is was really kind of ahead of its time too. It's just it, the gameplay is really really tight for a tab targeting you know type of deal. Things are happening pretty quick. Um, positioning is often important, which not normally the case in the old tag targeting. You know, we don't have like big red things on the ground, like get out of the poo. You don't really have that in this game at all, which I'm glad. I'm, I'm tired of that. But I'll move around a lot in order to position my attack so they can hit the most number of enemies and the such. Or I need to get some distance between me and the enemy so I can breathe for a minute. Just things like that. Um, but it's pretty fun. It's very flashy. And a lot of knockbacks. A lot of... A lot of uh, ragdoll physics if you're playing especially like a knock a knock a knockdown character just knocks the it's just it's just fun very very kinetic don't get that a lot of mmos usually a lot of enemies you just kind of whack and then they finally fall over and die when their hit points are are low but 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 here you can definitely build to where you have a lot more fun just flinging them all over the screen it's really cool sounding you thought you were close to me but that water uh, character I told, was telling you about uh, they, the secondary power set is Storm so I've got high gale winds I've got hurricanes I've got tornadoes nice. did you think you're close <laughs> have a nice day Goodbye. and I blow them away then, I, then when they start get up and they start running towards me that's where they hit my ice sleet and, and sheet of ice and it slows them down even further and then if I get into trouble I can lay down uh, an ice lick on the ground and they all start slipping and sliding 
It's like the Three Stooges. These enemies are like the Three Stooges. <laughs> They're trying to get to me, but they can't. It's great. They can't see me. Mm-hmm. That's great. But we'll move on because we have so much to come. We do. Yes. All right. Josh, what have yes. you been playing? Uh, I've been I'm going to guess it's thing- Yakuza. Yeah, go go figure. It's like I, a dragon. Me and Robert have both been playing that. And we have like we're at totally different points in the game. I'm how does like that work? Chapter three, and you're at like chapter twelve. I am in chapter twelve. I'm very. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm very late in the game. I'm. I'm, I'm curious how many chapters there are. I haven't looked it up. But that, that. Yeah, that's pretty typical. You know, they usually have like fifteen chapters or somewhere in that ballpark. So fourteen. Um, Oh, 14 this time. Okay. So I'm almost there. You're almost there. (laughs) And this is just the the game, once you get to Hawaii, is just massive. I'm not surprised by that, but they have added in so much. There is just so much to do in this game. There are so many different collectibles. There are so many different um, mini games. Like, Like they've put in an entire Pokemon Snap clone into the game. Nice. You, using the monster, using using the random weirdos you fight on the street. <laughs> I mean, like, like, do we need a Pokemon Snap game in Yakuza? Probably not. But well, what the hell? Let's do it. <laughs> there's a, and and there's um, when you're doing that, there there's even the whole uh, league, and when you take out the first guy for the league, it unlocks yeah. a job class where you oh. can summon them in battle. Oh Lord, <laughs> the Suji Mancer. Oh good the gosh, the Suji Master, Mancer, Mancer. Yeah, because the the enemies are called Sujimon. Right, and they, and they make all these puns too. They make all these references. Like, I think I shared a picture on our Discord of one of the ones I ran across where it's like, oh my god, they're leading into this so hard. <laughs> And the, and there's a bunch of references to the previous game too in regards to just some of the side quests, like the characters who keep showing up. Well, that's pretty typical for the series. Like they'll 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 do that with having uh, you know reoccurring kind of like characters and side quests kind of like pop up game after game after game, or even revisiting ones from two or three games ago. But like the 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 overall game plays very much like the the last like a dragon game where each of the different areas kind of has a different level associated with it so it sort of like soft locks you into areas um you know like because it, it will tell you right up there at the top as you're walking around it will have a different star rating and the higher number of stars the higher level enemies for that area so once you get later in the game and you start like seeing like, okay, like the next story event is in this new area. You go over there and it's like three or four stars and you start fighting some of the enemies and they're like level 18 while you're level 12. You're like, Oh, okay. I need to go do some grinding really before I need to do this next section of the game. Um, So it's, it's not hard locking you into an area, but it kind of like slowly opens up the map that by doing that. Yeah, uh, w- one of the things uh, with being so late in the game for me is um, if you remember the last Like a Dragon, there were some like story quests where the difficulty would be raised and they'd be like, oh, you know, you're going to be in a bunch of, you know, upcoming fights here. This time when that happens, they tell you, oh, 
you may want to be this level with this number, you know, this level of gear this time. So it kind of warns you, like, hey, this is how difficult some fights are going to be coming up for a little while. Do you need to go level? Because it, it gives you that warning, thankfully. Because there were times where that was an issue in the previous game where um, I specifically it was... Um, it was right after the Colosseum in the, in the last one where yeah. you, you have this brutal boss battle and if basically they expect you to spend a bunch of time leveling in the coliseum and if you tried to avoid that you were probably going to get wrecked by the uh, upcoming boss you know like kind of a uh, series of bosses <laughs> so yeah. it's good that they've kind of like tried to tried to cue you in that like oh you know like you really do need to go and do some grinding right now yeah so that that that's been one of the things i like i also like um the way the uh extra dungeons work in this one too yeah i don't so you won't get to the first one for a while but uh the extra dungeons they're a series of like 10 floors of randomly generated rooms but they're pretty small yeah so it's it so they it can be done pretty quick but and and uh each of the random dungeons have like different floor levels that have different levels you know associated to those floor levels so it's it's really good for grinding, yeah. Those levels and and making money and whatnot. That uh, that's part of the reason why I'm in chapter twelve as it is. And I and I've done like all all the, all this almost all the side quests right now. Um, I have like several social links maxed. I mean, I have I I'm not just like bruising through the story. No, I'm actually taking my time just wandering around like I've barely taken taxis. I literally have been walking around everywhere. Although taking t taxis, you know, uh helps raise um the you know, gives you those challenge rewards too. Yeah, and they they they're obviously bringing in stuff from like influences from Persona because you have all the different aspects to uh your character and you know well, that was single... in the last game too. that was in the last game but like now it's like there are like certain things that are kind of locked out until you get to certain levels um and and they've they've also done like even like small quality of life stuff now you don't have to go specific well i mean it's been in a few different games where you could always call a um you could just call the taxi when you wanted it, but now they've done it so that you can just like right there on the map, you can be like, I want to go to this taxi stand. I want to be able to just go right there and you can just do it right from the map and not have to like go through kind of like go find a taxi or go kind of go through a taxi menu. I hear there's a crazy taxi mini game. There is Ooh, <laughs> yet another like one of the mini taxi. games. So you you get to be basically an Uber Eats uh, delivery person, and you get extra bonus points by being extra crazy and doing tricks while you're delivering stuff. <laughs> okay. Yep. So you so you're on a bicycle and you're doing flips and spins bicycle. and all kinds of stuff. And you, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bicycle. You're on a bicycle doing it. Okay. You're <laughs> so you're doing the. You get more. Uh, tips by impressing the people who you're delivering to with but how would they see you trip. when they're at their home <laughs> well no, no no they're out there on the street waiting for their food and oh, you know like you okay. have to do all the crazy flips and then slam on the brakes right up to them and, and deliver the food i see now, don't ask me how the food ends up in in any sort of edible uh because yeah, you have to pick up the food while you're driving around you don't like automatically just carry it 
So, so you see like these floating hamburgers and pizzas on the street. What? (laughs) (laughs) Is it your order? Eh, maybe not, but wasn't I cool getting it to you? (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much, and they're cool with that. (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're cool with it. Um... It's, it's pretty it's pretty wild and what's what's funny is that they brought back the pound mates system from the last game oh no and and there's even uh like a little mini quest do you get your lobster again the, do what do you get your little lobster summon again oh yeah yeah she, she um the crayfish yeah she nancy's back oh my god it has a name. in the middle okay. of the side quest where you're trying to get her a date with uh a hermit crab on the beach what yeah, Nancy. Nancy falls in love with a hermit crab. I need to play this game. <laughs> there's your fourth. Option. I know. There's my fourth. I mean, it, it has been in the back of my mind. You, I would say before you play this one, do play the other one. At least the other, the other one, like first. a dragon, at least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it is. But um, oh man, they're they're wild. It, it is such a delightfully bizarre game, and, and I think the combat has improved quite a bit over the over the. Um, so if if you get high enough level over the things you're fighting, um, when you encounter them, you can just straight up end the fight and like just be like, "I'm done." Yeah. So I that, love when games do that. <laughs> yeah that that was a much needed improvement because I don't think the pre- if I I'm wanting to say the previous one did not allow that. I don't think so. Maybe I'm forgetting it, but I don't think so. Yeah, so that that at least helped speed up, um, you know, when you're just grossly overpowered. I mean, like, the other thing is they've also kind of made it clear, like, how much essentially, like, aggro you're getting from random encounters. So they'll, whenever you uh, get close enough to an, an enemy um, that, that you start kind of drawing their attention, like a little, uh, meter pops up and you can kind of just be like, okay, if I'm not, if you're, I'm just trying to get from point A to point B and I'm trying to, you know, I don't really want to get into fights. It makes it very easy to just be like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, loop around you or go the other way and avoid you. So I don't have to get in involved in all the little, uh, all the little, uh, secondary battles. Yeah. Well, another thing you can do is you can also like hide behind like cars and trucks in this one to yeah. avoid that too. And I they also that. give you a segue now, so that if you do, you know like in between, even in between the the main fast travel of using your uh, taxi, you can also just like hop on a segue and basically just pick on the map like I want to go here um, and just turn the turn the segue on and it will just <laughs> automatically take you there. <laughs> okay. And it's a segue. And, and you course. can customize your segue. Oh, I can pimp my segue. Yeah, you can. You can oh, paint God. it. You can get, and and like there's random NPCs you can just talk to in this, this world. They usually have one of the segues next to them, and mm-hmm. they'll give you like, oh here here, oh yeah here here's the paint and the wheels that I use. <laughs> of course you can. It's glorious. Chris. I have a you question for you, Josh. Why isn't yeah. this on Game Pass? I don't know. Like, that is kind of like the, uh, you know. They put out an uh, interview. I didn't like the answer, but it was like something about, like, 
we we looked at uh like a dragon each what was the the side story one as kind of like our business card it's like please yeah. get to know these games like wait 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 what what about all the other yakuza games you put those out too like <laughs> yeah i get what <laughs> whatever yeah like i said uh, like uh yuna in the chat says it it probably will be on game pass at some point but yeah. you know like they they, they just Not can't turn now. down but this one is so big they can't turn microsoft down had no money after pal world maybe <laughs> Which is now the the most popular third party game on Game Pass ever, and like it's it's really big on Steam too. Josh. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I know. It, it it broke a lot of records on Steam. Have, have you got? I don't think you've gotten to the uh, class system yet. Not really. No. Like I'm okay. I'm still early enough that I haven't really unlocked other classes. I I I am. Uh, I've actually. They did bring back the whole, like, uh, certain levels of the different classes will unlock passives that permanently in- increase skills. Yeah. So, or stats. So, uh, but this one, it's kind of actually re- more rewarding to do the different classes than the last one. Yeah, that's good. And there's, is there a slightly better variety than the last game? Because that was also the other kind of problem in the last uh, one. There just wasn't as much variety as you probably would have liked. Yeah, there's still many of the same ones. There's some yeah. same ones, but they they did add a lot of new ones. I now I bought the ultimate edition, so I have like all the classes. I also have the, the football player and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, the football player, the ten, you know, the the sa- the samurai, the um, the ninja. You know, all of them. I have all of them. <laughs> Although I have not unlocked all of them yet. There's still a couple I have not unlocked, and that's also its own mini quest. Um, they, they, by the way, they did bring back uh, the the lame guy and his uh, quest for all the certificates. <laughs> oh, jeez, he's back again. Yeah, trying to chase after a new girl. Of course. Yeah. Always. That it, that is always a decent chunk of the side quest is helping some guy, some some loser guy, help you know get his girl. And then still failing because he's just bad. Yes. <laughs> he, he's pretty bad. Does that bring us through what you've been playing then? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a great game. I don't disagree. It's just there's a lot. There's a lot. So of, much. Th- there is a lot. And, and the like a dra- the Yakuza like a dragon series as a whole there's a lot of content in them in general, so. But but it is not something where you need to have played all of the Akaza games to enjoy this. Uh, you know, like, if, if nothing else, like, uh, Kelly jumping in at probably the worst possible one is kind of shown to me that, like, you know, don't don't get so hung up on, on having Which one was the worst? I thought she's game. played them all. No, 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 She The very first one she played was six, was the oh. last one with Kiryu, which is probably not the best one to start no. with. But, well, te- but technically, even... it is now not the last one with Kiryu. Well, Correct. yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. But, you know, like like even she really enjoyed that. So I'm like, you know, don't get so hung up on it. It, it. It's a really fun, bizarre, crazy experience. And, you know, there'll be a few people who you won't, won't recognize or maybe a joke you won't get but you know the 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 game itself is gigantic anyway so you know like you're gonna have a lot of fun with it 
cool. But I, I have, I've been enjoying beating up weirdos in the street quite a bit. <laughs> there are a lot of weirdos in Hawaii to beat up. Just apparently. don't do it in real life. Oh no, no, not. No, the worst, the worst that'll happen in real life is when I tell someone, "I'm sorry, you need to, I can't let you into my building because of the fact you don't have a badge." All right then. All right. All is right. That all the games are we? That's are all the games. What do we got it's for feedback? Oh no! It's not all the games. Oh no! Oh. No, not more remember, Nikkei. Not more Nikkei. Well, I mean, there's more Nikkei, but no, the the real event for that is next week when uh, the oh, Valentine's goodness. event comes out and we get uh, uh-huh. one of the characters in a maid outfit. So, uh. but no, I have also because I, you know, we, I do stream here at Twitch.tv/RPGamer on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and mm-hmm. Tuesdays I have been playing Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Why? Because you hate chaos. Because I hate chaos. You gotta, you gotta stop the chaos. I've, and honestly, it, it like the the right the 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 writing is silly is is pretty cheesy. But honestly, like there there's a lot of substance to the game, and I've really been enjoying it. So, um, barring when the computer crashes or the game crashes or OBS crash, so <laughs> um, I've had I've had far, all three. How, like I've how much time have you put into it? Oh, I've put in like four hours. Four or oh, five okay. hours. Yeah, I'm. I'm still very. I'm still very early into the game, but I mean, there, there's a, there's a lot in the game, and I've, I've at least enjoyed what I've done so far. So, um, it's, it's that like at least early on, it's not a very deep game. So, but I'm, I'm willing to see where it goes from, here, from where I am. So, all right. Really, have you gotten to the really Limp Biscuit to- sound alike song? I I wouldn't know what that is anyway. Okay, all right, never mind. All right. <laughs> <sighs> oh, strangers in paradise. Strangers. Have you gotten to Frank Sinatra yet? Oh yeah, that's actually really early on. Okay, I think I think my audio got muted for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does specifically say in their streamers terms of service thing. It's like don't stream this section that has this song. It's like. What am, what am I supposed to do in the middle of the stream? Stop the stream? <laughs> they they really don't know how streaming works. No. No, they don't. Actually, oh, I think a lot of companies don't really understand how streaming really works. How does streaming work? You go to twitch.tv slash rpgamer and watch things. Many things. Okay. Do we have no, any feedback? That, uh, oh. Yes, uh, we did get some feedback to the question of the week last week. Let me pull up that tab once. Was, what are your 3DS and Wii U memories? So many memories. Do you have memories, Phil? Um, well, I do. I'm trying to think of some good ones. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor I, Wii U. I, I, I just... <laughs> I tried. I did try with the Wii U. I really did try. I mean, probably the, probably, I think, I want to say that was where, was that where I played Monster Hunter Try? Oh, yeah. That might have been, and that was like a super old game. So, yeah. Yeah. And the Wii, the Wii, I didn't really play a whole lot because it wasn't, the RPGs it had generally wasn't something that I was super deep into. I was definitely much more of a PlayStation 2 person at the time. 
I mean, I have it, and I still got games I need to play on it. It's there on the shelf. But I feel like half the games I have that are in that backlog are like GameCube games. Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, you know, the early stuff tried to, you know, shoehorn in the 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 waggle controls and that just didn't <laughs> yeah, well, yeah it's like the early it's like the early ds games right yes the wii yeah yeah, yeah exactly but we're talking wii u i know so it's Shane okay to say no in. phil <laughs> all right anyway. I, did, I, I did talk a little bit last week about uh uh the the you know the miss of the dungeon crawlers there yeah, and stuff xenoblade xenoblade chronicles i think was really the standout on the wii's um the wii's lifespan and thankfully you can play that on your switch now so or 3ds oh wait hmm <laughs> So, yeah, uh, shame, so Shaman wrote in saying, not only did I start writing about games from a critical perspective during the time of the 3DS and Wii U, but the 3DS directly led to me meeting my current roommate at a local Street Pass meetup. So I have a lot of nostalgia tied up in Mario Kart 7, Pokemon, Fire Emblem Awakening, and Monster Hunter 3 slash 4 Ultimate. For the Wii U, my favorite memories are the eight days, 60 plus hour review marathon for Xenoblade Chronicles X and many late nights of Mario Kart 8 before it went deluxe on us. Wow. God bless your heart. I really did try with Xenoblade Chronicles X. It was one of it was the last game that I played on on the Wii U and I streamed it and I just couldn't. I know people love that game, but. I I I, lo- I do love Chronicles X, but it it's 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 a hard game. Yeah, to, it's it's a love it or don't. And I sadly I I would love to see it ported, but I I think there's just some limitations in the game systems that make it hard because it was it really looks like it was designed for the Wii U. I'm like you, Phil. I wanted to love that game, and it just didn't love me back. You know? <laughs> yeah, it just didn't. <laughs> That's I felt bad because I when I was streaming it, like there are definitely people who have that notification set of anyone's gonna stream that game, they're gonna be there. And they were trying their best to give me hot tips and everything else, but all the tips in the world just couldn't couldn't make up for my old man crankiness. Like you walk <laughs> out the beginning area and you're like, Oh wow, look at this beautiful scenery, and then some level forty-five cat the size of a bus just comes and just rips all of your level three characters a new one. Yeah, well, that's definitely way. a Xenoblade thing. I mean, you know, yeah, they'll definitely, you got to pay attention to that. Although Jeez. Xenoblade 3 was a lot better about that. Yeah. Well, it was, I played Xenoblade Chronicles, the first one, and yeah, occasionally, but not on the very, like, literally 10 feet from the main town, and that cat, like, blindsided me because he was, he was basically on a there's, patrol there's route. There's level and he runs. 80 monsters down underneath the starting town in Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Yeah, no. I feel like you got to go out of your way to do that. I'm talking about I just was walking around outside, like the game's just beginning. I'm just exploring the beginning area around that beginning town. And sometimes in Xenoblade games, of course, you'll see something. It's up to you. If you provoke it, you deserve what you get. No, 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 no. That cat blindsided me. It it was like a drive-by shooting. (laughs) That definitely happened to me in... In, in Chronicles X, where I was just fighting some low-level enemies, right, you know, near the in, near the beginning, and then somehow aggroed one of those, yeah, high-level yeah. enemies, and they just wipe out your party and you're dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, 
a strawberry eggs wrote in saying the 3ds has several games that i adore pokemon sun and ultra moon bravely default and second um Fire Emblem Awakening and Echoes, Shadows of Valentia, Devil Survivor, and Shimigami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, to name a few. For Wii U memories, I played many multiplayer games with friends and family. There's the requisite Smash for Wii U and Mario Kart 8, but we also love to play Nintendo Land. The Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion games were favorites. Wow, love for mm. Nintendo Land. I don't hear that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Deep cut. Hot take. Hot takes. And uh, that was all of the feedback. We Oh, someone actually wrote in uh, after we uh, right after I had checked uh, game, a gamer Esquire. I'll put this in the sheet uh, on the website here said countless memories from the 3DS and Wii U era as Strawberry Eggs notes, Bravely Default, Bravely Second, the revitalization of Fire Emblem. Fantasy Life and Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology were highlights. I still love my Majora's Mask and Hylian Shield-themed console, along with my Fire Emblem Fates Special Edition. Still believe history will be kinder to the Wii U than contemporary consumers were. Uh, Wind Waker HD and Xenoblade X were amazing. The eShop was replete with games I wanted to revisit. Purchased my console day one and never regretted it. Some of the some of the best Wii games are were on the e, you know, whatever the Wii Shop or or whatnot, and it was one of the um, one of the few ways you could play Ogre Battle '64. Fun yeah. fact: um, I, I'm always worried that my Wii's going to die because I don't even know you can re-download it anymore. So I know you can't buy it. I, I don't know if you can re-download it. I don't. I don't think so. So no, no, because the shop that the Wii the Wii shop closed for a while. Yeah, the shop's gone. I just don't know if you can re-download content. You know that you've no. already paid for. No, that they shut the server down. Yeah, so I'm like cherishing my Wii just so I can keep playing more Ogre Battle. Love Ogre Battle. It's a hard one to emulate too. Maybe they they've worked it out. But the last time I had checked, which was years ago. Oh, I, uh, I was able to get that to emulate just fine back in 2008 or 2006. I've always had problems emulating the Nintendo 64. Things have gotten better, Phil. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. My DOS simulator is really great, though. 7,000 <laughs> games, 700 gigabytes. Like, it's awesome. I digress. What else? So, well, that was it for feedback. Does that mean it's time for beeps? I'm, I'm letting you guys get it out of the system. <laughs> so, uh, Honkai Star Rail version 2.0 release date announced. Hoyoverse announced the version 2.0 of Honkai Star Rail with, will be available in February. This update will add a new story arc, characters, and system optimizations to the free-to-play turn-based RPG. So, um... That's I'm I'm actually very excited for this because I, I've between uh, Like a Dragon and Honkai Star Rail, I've been playing both games in the background during this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of con- wondering, like, how excited are you about this? I, I'm very excited. Um, in fact, uh, one of the characters they've that is releasing, they've been 
teasing since very early on. So I'm very happy to see her finally in the game. Um, I'm, I have, I've looked at the splash screen for the uh, event, but I'm not, um, I, I don't want to spoil my, or, and the story and stuff coming up, but I haven't really dug into it because honestly with Star Rail, I've had more fun when I don't know what I'm going into. Okay. So, so, but I do know that we, um, I'm very excited for one of the characters and and uh, the look of her is just amazing. In fact, uh, she is the very first photo on the uh, on the website. Cool. So, and there's like a 50 minute video if you're really into seeing all the stuff that's going to be in there. So there's a huge long video to, that yeah, covers it, everything on the on the web page. Yeah, and that, and that's part of the reason why I haven't really looked into it because of the fact when they because uh, this is the big release. This is. You know, we've been only in 1.0, so we've been getting little minor bits here and there, um, and mostly just side content since, since about a year ago. So the fact that this is a huge, um, an actual whole version upgrade finally is is pretty big. Uh, Which Spring R Hard Mode New Game Plus planned for February? Uh, developer Kiwi Walks revealed that a free update is coming to which spring R the studio also revealed that a switch port will be joined by other console platforms. So uh, this, I believe is sort of a remake, a remaster or remake of the, of that, uh, the mobile game, uh, which spring I know that um, I want to say it was noodle. Um, Someone demoed this at one of the conventions and, and was like, this, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is not, this is definitely not for everybody. I think I have the third one on my Steam account, but I have not played it yet. Cool. Yeah, so. What's next? Uh, I think I think it's interesting that they're advertising the new game plus being free as uh, <laughs> <laughs> in light of Yakuza's now, yeah nowadays you have to yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, in like a dragon's defense, everyone in America is complaining, but the previous game did have new game plus behind DLC that was paid for in Japan. Yeah, we oh, are. That yeah, it, that doesn't make it better. That makes it worse. Yeah. No. I'm just yeah. I'm saying, just saying it's not something new. It's it's like that's it's all like, I'm saying. It's I'm like people being upset not, someone got shot and it's like but all, you know last all week, I am saying you know is this is not a new thing. You know? No, I don't game. think any I don't I don't think anyone like screaming this has never ever ever happened before in the history of video games. They're just saying it's clearly a move and a bad trend that a lot of gamers don't want to see. Of course, they don't want it bad enough to not buy the game because it's selling like hotcakes, so that's just going to encourage future things. Because it's a damn good game. As I said in the chat, people have no self-restraint. So, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, next DLC coming soon. Bandai Namco Entertainment released a trailer for the next Dragon Ball Z Kakarot DLC. It features Goku facing off against a mysterious young warrior. So, are we getting trunks? Yeah, I wonder. Or Or is this just like... Oh, no, this is, I think, based off of one of the movies. 
I recognize the character. I don't know much about DBZ. I just recognize the character. So, um, so yeah, look forward to that. Uh, Eterno Blade 2 receives Infinity Update. Uh, side-scrolling action RPG Eterno Blade 2 has received a new update. Uh, uh, update. The Infinity Update brings dedicated PS5 and Xbox Series S/X versions plus some extras. Uh, let's just give us what those extras are. So, uh, let's see. Here we go with 4K graphical support, revamped level designs, and assortment of bug fixes. Uh, game features time manipulation, combat, and sees returning protagonist Freya. Uh, joined by new playable characters Bernard and Felix as they investigate when world's lines begin to destabilize. Okay. Uh, let's see. This game uh, looks demonic. like it has a Devil May Cry style combo system. Have you noticed that? All right. It's mm-hmm. it's like a combination of Devil May Cry meets Metroidvania. Hmm. Because it has that combo system, but it's... Is it any like good? I should play this, maybe. <laughs> Option number five. Oh, no! I'm moving on. So, moving on. Uh, Demonic Spellforce, Conquest of EO, uh, DLC revealed. THQ Nordic announced a DLC expansion for Spellforce, Conquest of EO. Uh, Demon Scourge adds a new class, enemy factions, and more in a couple of weeks. So, uh, let's see. The game puts players in the role of a wizard tasked with expanding their empire. Players will need to strategize where and when to send their armies to gather items and battle with other magical factions for dominance. Uh, So, troll enemy factions, demon lords, and a new demonologist mage class all right so who's you, jumping into like, this anyone no okay. no no I, I tried the i tried the first spell force back in the day and uh it, it was not really for me although i think i own both one I and mean, two <laughs> i mean i so i played i played some of it back uh, a while back i can't remember if i actually got to doing a write-up on it or not but it, it, it is it is very interesting how the how the series has kind of moved from this real-time strategy slash RPG hybrid to a more role-playing turn-based focus uh, and the such. So uh, it feels closer actually to the Age of Wonder series as a result. Um, and it's definitely worth checking out if you're if you're a fan of, of, of the Age of Wonders type of formula, you know, where it's basically kind of like that turn-based 4X, but with a more heavy focus on role-playing mechanics and smaller amounts of soldiers um, or units. I mean, it's pretty. It's it's pretty well done, and I had a pretty pretty decent time with it. But but it definitely has to be something you're gonna want to like because it's it's time sinky. I'm opening up some of the uh, stories here, so I was hoping he this would... is very intense. This uh, yeah, the, spell force. They're very. Uh, they're they're as Phil was saying. They're like very. The old ones were a little more like real-time strategy, mm-hmm. but there there is a lot going on. Yeah, so your turns will take a while because you're going to be considering, okay, you got usually several different armies moving around. You're trying to explore new areas. You're trying 
as you explore, determine how you're going to expand. You're also worrying about every turn what, if you've got resources, what rooms you're going to upgrade into next, uh, how you're going to equip your units. There, there's definitely a lot of moving pieces going on here. All right. Option six, then. Oh, no. <laughs> Not option six. No, watch by the time we're done. He has like 15 options. I know, right? This looks fun. All right. I should no, shut it this definitely, before it definitely I can't get be can't in. be fun if that's what you're in the mood for. Yeah. Like it it's well done. I had no 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 problems with it whatsoever. It's definitely a quality product. Uh so uh Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr gets seasonal journey DLC announcement. Developer Neocore Games announced Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr's seasonal journey is live on PC. The developer also revealed a new DLC class is planned for later this year. Uh, let's see. So the seasonal journey is a free feature that makes all seven previous released seasons content available at the same time for all players. So that's something you don't see in many many of these types of games. No. Um, so I, I'm taking a little bit of a path of an exile concept there where some, you know, seasonal content stays. Right. Uh, let's see. So the, uh, new class coming is the hero font. Uh, this class allows players to call acolytes that can help them in battles. So the game sees players assuming the role of a mighty inquisitor serving under the God emperor. Their duty is to purge the Caligari sector from the heretics who oppose the Empire. To carry out the Emperor's will, the player must fight enemies in action-based battles alone or up with three other players. The game offers many classes and specialties to choose from and suit different playstyles. More customizations are possible by collecting blueprints, crafting weapons, and using the inoculator to fine-tune skills. This is a uh, Diablo-like, so option seven, I'd say. It's a good so, way to get uh, off the POEs to go back to Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, they're similar enough games, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, and I've wanted to go back and finish Inquisitor now that they've updated it a bunch, but I don't know. So, uh, the, so remember the big controversy about the uh, those Switch updates for the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters? Yeah. Yeah, well, guess they got extra options, right? Yeah, they got uh, yeah. The boost options where you could get more money, more experience. Yeah, and they didn't bring it to PC for some reason. How rude. Well, guess what happened, like, by surprise this week? They what? brought it what? to PC? Ham. They brought what it to happened? PC. Hey! Yay! Wow. Wonders never cease. Yeah, so the all sales the, all finally the... slowed down on the Switch version so they can bring it to PC? Is that what happened? We're going to um, presume that's it, yeah. Wasn't it about, like, a year ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so there probably was like an exclusivity contract of some probably. sort. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So uh so we have an article about that. It lists all the uh features. So of course the uh No no, this boosts. is we gotta go through this. All right. Okay, okay. Assistant so, features have been added to the config menu, which is these are the modifiers for XP or Gil. Alright, fine. Um and FF five you can also increase battle points and six you can increase Ability and, points. And two will also increase how uh, nobody wants leveling. to play two, Tim. 
I will play two with these modifiers. All right. Whether or not I will enjoy two, different story. (laughs) It is now possible by holding down the right stick or the F3 key as a shortcut command for switching between encounters. What? What does that even mean? I assume that means turning encounters on or off. Oh. That's Um, not very, that's not well worded. Thank you. In uh, a BGM, okay, you can easily choose which background music you're getting, but I thought you already could. All right, whatever. Um, a font type option's been added to the config screen. Hey! Yeah, but it's still the two fonts that no one likes. Oh, they don't like the classic font either? No, they think the uh, classic font is worse. No! <laughs> Guys, <laughs> you had one job! The internet's yeah, even told you, here's the terrible. font we like. Just go license it and put it in the game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so the classic, the classic style font is it's like oh it's the classic font in the style of the original game it's in the style of the original game it's not the one used in the original game or any of the games but so are the ones i like best though they're just in the style of it but they're better like they've seemed to have found one that's in the style of it but is worse okay anyway all right you can now load save data from the menu screen could you not do that before okay I guess you can load while you're in the game is what they mean. All right. Blah, blah, blah. You can pause while traveling or during battle. Okay, great. And you can go to the title screen or check it. Who cares? Um, You can switch movement speeds now. You can have the default be walking or running. And yeah, okay. And holding down cancel will do walking or running, depending on whatever one you've set as default. Cool. Um, You can switch between movement speeds by pressing F1 or holding down the left stick. Okay. Uh, Nobody cares. Uh, Config items have been added. Uh, Oh, here you go. The the monster bestiary while in the game config menu is big because uh, Steam achievements require you to get to fight all the monsters. Oh, yeah, I needed that for six, and they didn't have it. Okay, that's a yeah, big so deal. you had to save, you had to exit out to the main menu to look up the bestiary, then you had to reload your save to get back in. Or you had to track it in a separate spreadsheet, which nobody wants to do that. Okay. I just pulled up the wiki. <laughs> FF2 only. The characteristic magic inf- interference has been added to character status. Okay. Probably relevant if you know how FF2 works. Um, FF5, it's easier to check which spells you've already learned from the magic menu. Hey, cool. Uh, FF5 has been changed, so the current status of ability points earned for each job is now displayed on the job menu. Nice. And 6, they've made the Esper's menu screen layout better, and improvements have been made to the layout of party member selection screen shown at specific times during the game. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then finally, we have other changes. Now, again, all these changes are the stuff that's already in the Switch version. Yeah, so yeah, I've I know, been... I know. But I don't play the Switch version. The auto icon is I, no longer shown both. on the battle screen as standard. It's now possible to skip scenes during the ending. Ooh, some change. Okay, so they made some changes and adjustments to game graphics and sound effects. I don't know if these were good changes or bad changes, because I don't remember them from when the Switch came out. Um, several bugs have been fixed. Well, thank you. <sighs> It's now possible to select defend by pushing the right direction or row by pushing the left direction while selecting commands. Thank you! I mean like it used to be on the SNES? Alright, anyway. Right. 
All right. Uh, following balance improvements have been made to Magicite and bonuses that improve specific stats while leveling up while the Magicite is equipped. Raiden, strength plus two has become speed plus two. Alexander, nothing has become strength plus two. Yeah, I okay. don't know if Alexander was strength plus two originally or not in the in the SNES version. I do know Raiden was speed plus two, so they gave him the wrong stat. Oops. Apparently. All right. Oops. FF6 only. The presentation of the opening section of the game has been partially changed. What does that mean? Um, and then they say it is now possible to skip scenes during the game's opening. I know exactly what that's about. That means that giant walk in the snow. <laughs> I, like I like that giant it's fine but if you were doing it for the 10th time tam you probably want to skip it <laughs> i love the song shut up <laughs> i will li- i will play that every time i play the game be- only because i love that song i right. love I, I i like i have some of the best remixes of that song too death on the snowfield is one of my personal favorite remixes all right so that's option eight as i go play some pixel remasters you could stream six again. Mm-hmm. Sing the opera once again. Just note that any mods you had will not work. What? All oh, my yeah, mods are broken? No. All right, maybe I'll wait a bit and then do the mods. Assuming people update them. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Cor- Corridan Kickstarter campaign goes live. Sweden-based developer Afner... Uh, I'm I'm going to butcher this name, Afnereld, and publisher Anshar Publishing. You can ride a, lizards. Uh, have launched a Kickstarter campaign for action RPG core. Uh oh. The game Uh-oh. allows players to shapeshift into any monster defeated in battle. Uh oh. I like this. <laughs> well, it's a Kickstarter, so it's oh, it's not out, so it can't be option nine yet. Okay. <laughs> you can give them money. Man, I've been so burned by Kickstarters. I won't do it. No, won't do it. Don't (sighs) do it, Chris. Stay firm. We as consumers have to be strong, which apparently we can't do, but you and I can do it, Chris. So the the game is just one class. It's the Druid class, basically. (laughs) All right. And it looks like you're fighting a bunch of weirdo dinosaurs. It needs some polish, but, you know, it's a Kickstarter, so that's fine. And everything's dinosaurs. It's like big, this is the this is the scaly game. You can also run around or ride a dinosaur around and shoot them with bow and arrow and stuff. So that's cool too. Although it does look like you have a party. Mm. And some oh, things- look at this block puzzles. No, thank you. I don't need no block puzzles in my action RPG. I'm out. I gotta think right. about it now. I gotta think about it. Okay. Also, I hate their running animation. <laughs> they just look like they need to go to the bathroom. They're like running around like, <laughs> I gotta use the toilet. <laughs> I've been holding this poo in for five days. <laughs> Welcome to the RPG poo cast. Our poo G cast. Because that's what we're doing all the time. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so what, what, what else is there to know about this Kickstarter, Tam? I, I don't know. You had you opened it. Oh, you can uh, get the game for twenty one bucks. Twenty one bucks, and what if you want to go crazy and fund their development for way more money than you should commit? They, they don't really give us anything fun. They've already sold out. There were like eight hundred bucks you could design an NPC and an item. Oh, that's not too bad. It's better than like fly out to the, the studios at your own expense. And yeah, all right, so that's all gone. All right. Yep. 
can I actually do? I, the best I can spend is 400 euros and um, what what is it? How creative will you become while creating, creating the NPC's persona? What does that mean? What does this mean, Ta- or Josh? I don't know. How create this is the this is the tier. How creative will you become while creating the NPC's persona? Think twice about how you want your character to behave and work closely with the dev team to make your ideas live. All right. So obviously there's some translation issues on this yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean, it is a Swedish developer. English mm-hmm. is probably. Oh no! I've got another issue with this project. Um. Hmm. They want $21,000. Uh-oh. That's not enough money to make a game. This is this is one of these weird, what is this Kickstarter even for? Yeah. Is this a PR one, or is it people who don't know what they're doing? I don't know. Oh, but you can become a mount, and then someone else can ride you. I don't know what you do while they're riding you around, but I guess you just be like, all right, you're going here now. Like, I don't want to go here. Too bad, buddy. You got on my back. <laughs> That sounds like it could be fun. Anyway, this looks like it could be fun. I don't know if it's going to happen with $22,000 or $21,500. Some of these Kickstarters, they do have funding through other means. That's fine. Just be honest about it. Like, I don't trust this. I'm looking at their... So they've got a blurred out um, stretch goals and 20,000 euros is game funded, right? And so they're like 3,000 euros away from that. And I'm looking at the the number of digits in their stretch goals. Like the top end stretch goal they've got here is sixty thousand euros. It's like you can't even make the game for that. So like I don't know what you're talking about. But all right, cool. Chris, stop asking questions and just give me your money. Just give them the okay? money. All right, fine. Gosh, I want to see it come out. I want to see it be good. I like good action RPGs, um, especially ones with unique concepts. And and turning into the things you've being able to turn into monsters you've killed is a at least a more it's unique concept yeah. than many. Yeah. I just want to run Anna off the off of the map and I to her death. Coming. You knew that was coming. <laughs> That's what I want to do now. Yeah, I'll take you there, Anna. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, down the hole. <laughs> at least that time you died too. Yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> She'll be mad. I won't. <laughs> so, uh, so in and. Uh, news that wheels will be excited for saga emerald beyond introduces oh wait we didn't say the name of that game enough sorry co-ridden 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 like co Co like you're you're riding each other maybe i don't know co-ridden so if you want to look that up on kickstarter sorry saga emerald so wheels saga guy all right uh, saga emerald beyond introduces bonnie and formina uh, Square Enix revealed new media and details for Saga Emerald Beyond ahead of its launch in April. The update introduces duo protagonist options Bonnie and Formina, as well as other story and gameplay elements. Uh, let's see. Bonnie Blair is a former Marine, and Formina Franklin, a renowned sharpshooter, are two new police recruits. The two pair up to investigate an assassination attempt on the president of Capital City with a claim of the president being a traitor and a mysterious triangle piece as their only clues. Are you a bad enough dude to save the president? (laughs) Bad dudes. During their investigation, they come across a trio of large cats, purr, hiss, and meow, who have their own distinct personalities. What? They're narrow casting to Kelly. I'm confused. (laughs) What, why why does the game all of a sudden ha- need cats? 
Like, I'm watching this trailer. There's no cats in it. Oh, wait, there's two cats. The cats join your party. Of course they do. Did, did they take the digital Devil Saga, Devil Saga 2 engine? Because it kind of looks a lot like digital Devil Saga. Or, no, well, doesn't one of those Saga. games have a cat character? Soul Hackers 2. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh. I don't know what's going on in this game, man. It's Saga. That's all you need to know. All right. Uh, there are various potential party members joining Bonnie and Fermina. And wait, what do I? Form. When you say that's uh, all I need to know, that means all Saga games are bad, right? <laughs> Unless you ask Wheels. No, I'm just saying it's a Saga game that answers any questions, good, bad, and indifferent. Okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, let's see. Uh, mildly different forms. Emily Bryant is an artist who came up through the underground scene, hitting the mainstream and performing at many famous clubs. Administrator Gold is a member of the Delta Bases Administrative Dis- Division, but isn't really satisfied. Uh, let's see. Update. Intro- let's scroll past character people. Uh, update introduced three major worlds in the game, which features multiple worlds connected by apparent emerald waves to place to a place called the beyond capital city is filled with skyscrapers and its important status sees many unexpectedly drawn to it. Oh, I'm going to destroy this one. Vermiglio is a world that has undergone rapid progress. Thanks to triangle theory. Day to day life has become easier and richer, but it has come at a cost. Finally, what? Cosmos <laughs> is a mysterious world where countless cells, systems, and organs. What are we even talking about anymore? <laughs> the the worlds the worlds that are in in uh, the new Saga game, Saga Emerald. This is the description of the worlds we're going to. I'm just like, what the heck? All right, uh, all right. Th- th- this game looks like it's going to be a weird trip, and it really does look like they've used the engine that. The graphics engine that uh, uh, Soul does Hackers that, Two does uses. that even make sense? Uh, it's not the same character. It's not the same company. I know it's not the same company. They just look very similar. Like the games look mm, okay. very similar. So, anyways, moving on. Uh, Zenless Zone Zero confirmed for PS5. Uh, in our second bit of Hoyoverse news, they have revealed that action RPG Zenless Zone Zero is currently in development for PlayStation 5. The announcement came with a trailer showcasing gameplay, characters, and environments. Uh, this is the sort of cyberpunky urban setting that they're creating that's going to be another action RPG-like Genshin Impact from okay. what the yep. game has looked like. They had a, a demo stream. Streamers were playing it a while back, but it's not out yet. Yeah, yeah I didn't get into that demo. I did try. So, uh, yeah, let's so let's see. Dragon's Dogma 2 trailer and more details. During the latest Sony State of Play presentation, a new trailer for Capcom's action RPG, Dragon's Dogma 2, was revealed. This trailer introduces the Warfarer, the Dragon's Plague, and Vocation Meisters. Uh, so these are... So those are new uh, vocations that are available for the different uh, races, specifically the Warfare, a vocation exclusive to the Arisen 
can use every weapon and learn different skills from every vocation at the expense of lower base stats. Uh, Dragon's Plague is a contagious illness that affects the paws by making them stronger while altering their speech and behavior. However, it is rumored this disease's terminal stage brings a devastating calamity. And finally, the vocation meisters are individuals from which the Arisen can gain access to new vocations and learn skills of the highest order, the meisters' teachings. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 takes place in a parallel world to the original Dragon's Dogma and Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. It tells a new tale of the Arisen, a champion whose heart has been stolen by the dragon. Players are joined by three NPCs, Pawn, allies. The first of these is customized by the player, while the other two pawns are recruited from other players and make use of the abilities and knowledge gained during their other travels. Is um, is this a typo when they say paws earlier? Did they mean pawns? The disease yeah, affects pawns? That, okay, cool. That is a typo. So. Alright, just making sure. That makes way more sense then. <laughs> they do say pawns later like, in the article. Why does it affect so my I, wife? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Maybe it's implying Paula should play, because she did enjoy what she played of the first one. Yeah, but I, I, she says she does, but it doesn't feel like a her game to me. Um, But I shouldn't gatekeeper. Maybe she'll be into the second one. You're right. A gatekeeper. You, gate, you gatekeep everything that's not uh, um, Path of Exile. That's true. I, hey, she's gotten to like Act 4 of Path of Exile now. Wow. Yeah, we 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 got her in a little, but she she she's already played a build and decided she doesn't like that build. So I'm gonna help her with another build in theory. Um, except she's playing Persona Three now, so I don't know if that's ever actually gonna happen. But so, so she's uh, getting the Path of Exile experience. Like, yes, oh, exactly. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, I need yeah. to do it over again. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, so uh, Dave the Diver PlayStation release. Oh, Godzilla. DLC review. This sounds so, like option number nine to me. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did I see a, a shark with yes. octopus legs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Dave the Diver, everybody. <laughs> Mint, Mint Rockets, Dave the Diver is heading to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 this April. Not only that, an encounter with the King of Monsters awaits in May. Why is Godzilla in this game? <laughs> I mean... How is that even legal? <laughs> It's Godzilla. Go, go, Godzilla. Can you do that? Apparently. I didn't know that the licensing was that easy. Apparently. Gosh, I should play this game. Is it only in the PlayStation version or something? No, uh, no. DLC's coming to everything in May. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so Dave the Diver is a... Wow, so the, the grammar on this um, is a mixture of adventure RPG, sea exploration, and sushi restaurant management sim. <laughs> How do you make sushi out of Godzilla? <laughs> what does Godzilla sushi taste like? <laughs> yeah? Sushi management sim. Oh, it is. Oh, you didn't know yeah. this. Yeah, that's what this no, game is. Yeah, it's half restaurant management. Yeah. That's what you do when you go after you go down and you, yeah. you know, like you actually collect okay. all the different. You work with uh, the mermaids, yeah. figure out where the good fish is and, and make sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
So, uh, yeah, play, so as players venture underwater into the ever-changing blue hole and catch fish and other creatures with a variety of weapons during the day before running the sushi restaurant at night. And uh, we do have a review from our from Kevin. Which, Smith if you don't know, blue hole is like an actual thing. Here it is on the yeah, on the I know screen. The blue, I know about the blue hole. The thing's cool. Can, <laughs> yeah. uh, so Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus Switch version is heading west. So Axis Games revealed that it is bringing the Switch version of Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus to North America and Europe. The Nihau Falcom action RPG will arrive on the console this summer. Anna's really excited for this. Like, she, she didn't like the original or something like that, but, like, this fixes all the stuff she didn't like, I think, or something along those lines. Well, isn't the EX Plus the version that's currently available, like, on Steam? I yes. don't know. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. This was the, 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 con- yeah, the one that was on Steam and originally was on PS4. And there's yeah. straight up a dude in here who looks like um uh, Elric from, or uh, Edward from um Full Metal Alchemist, like, right there. It's just swinging the sword, like hi, I'm Elric or Edward. Sorry. Yep. Well, there, there's also a lot of assets in this that were stolen from the Cold Steel games. I mean, Toa is straight up in the, the same game. company, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same okay, company. so they can do that. Yeah, I Wait. mean, one of the guys kind of looks like Reen. Oh yeah, it's, there he is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he looks. It, it, yeah. No, you're right. Like that's Reen. This is like, hey, what if the tails? Uh, the Trails of Studio tries to do Evangelion, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so that's just a, a, so again that game uh, obviously out already because it is the Steam version, but now it's just coming to Switch. Cool. Uh, Earthlock Two gets re-reveal. Uh, Snow Castle Games re- revealed a new trailer for its open-world RPG Earthlock Two. Biome manipulation and customization of desert ships are key in the new vision the developers has for this project. This is the one where you like you got this cute pig character thing. I don't remember much about this game. I think people were like excited to try it, but didn't really think it amounted to all that much when they played it and gave up on it quick. Was my impression, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. That could be wrong. And it Here got it a goes. re-release at some point, but then yeah. Re- Revealed a new trailer for its open-world RPG, Earthlock 2, and a reworked core vision for the project. Okay. The minute-long trailer features a cinematic of a desert ship as it comes across a giant monster. In the new vision, the developer has for the title, biome manipulation and ship customization are among the prominent aspects. The game is in development for PC and consoles with no release date as of yet. Yeah, I think I re- vaguely remember us talking about that one before, and I'm kind of glad they've refocused their vision because I, like, honestly, I don't even remember the first one. I just remember us talking about it. So, uh, second Kickstarter campaign launched this time for a game called Bestiario. Uh, Barcelona-based studio Wiggins Industries has launched a Kickstarter campaign for turn-based RPG bestiario the game is inspired by classic jrpgs and based on spanish mythology i will say that concept just sounds cool i didn't even know spanish had mythologies like actually of course so it's i always find it interesting when i find out these areas of the world that had mythologies i've just never even thought of would have them so 
Um, Why does so this dog it, have a book around its neck? Oh, it's got horns. It's a demon dog. <laughs> Yeah, with so, chain hands all right cool yeah so it let's takes do inspiration this for, this takes place uh or inspiration from classic jrpgs such as grandia final fantasy tam. and persona tam tam can you pet the dog i don't know yet i i need to know can you pet the dog he looks like a good boy it's a girl dog she looks like a good girl mm-hmm uh, she's still a good the, she's still the bestest boy <laughs> yeah uh featuring the talents of cartoonist isaac sanchez and content creator used used day i i don't know okay. uh the game is planned for release on pc via steam and epic game store playstation 5 xbox series x and s and nintendo switch with an estimated release date of 2026 cool uh, that's uh, gonna be a while then all right yeah so uh the campaign has already surpassed its 50,000 euro goal and is set to run until March 3rd, 2024. Some of the perks uh, on offer include a digital copy with an early bird tier for $15 a uh, euro. I just uh, want to watch the animated version. I don't even want to play the game. <laughs> yeah. it does have nice looking animation. It's so, cool. Uh, Bestiar is based on a on Spanish mythology and takes place in a post-pandemic Spain, where a diverse group of hunters fight to protect the world by solving mysteries and battling. I'm going to guess it's a different pandemic than just COVID in this case. Oh no, not COVID! It looks so, like the uh, effects were even worse. <laughs> these enemies include the. Uh, I, well, I we don't need to go through all the enemies. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. So. We're good. So, what about Terra Memoria? Well, there was still more on that one. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, no. calendar and social sim systems give players the freedom to spend the day doing side quests, forming bonds with other characters and more. So, yeah, leaning into that Persona um, vibe that they were mentioning. All right. So this is new releases. Did I open all these up yet? Uh, uh, no. Let me... Well, we've got summaries here. Just use the summaries in the spreadsheet. So uh, Terra Memoria set for spring release window. Dear, village, dear Villagers and La Motade revealed, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Yeah, so, it's fine. Uh, revealed a spring release window for Terra Memoria. A limited oh. time demo will also be available. for This looks nice. As part of Steam Next Fest. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would play that. I will this play is that Octopathy. Yep. Well, forget the it's, UI. It's, the UI needs some work. And okay, we got some artistic visions that are not all meshing, but it's, um, it's cool. <laughs> well, the demo will be out next week, Chris. So that that can be option, option ten. ten. Option ten. All right, let's mark this. Where do I? On Steam. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, Steam next is fast. Is going to be uh, mm-hmm. February fifth through the twelfth. All right, cool. Option yeah, ten. That, yeah, that looks that looks pretty fun. It I, looks I, cool. I, <laughs> Kind of gives me like some Breath of Fire vibes, and there's a fox girl, so I'm totally in. Well, it's only Breath of Fire. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. All right. So moving on, Death of a Wish. Death of a Wish releasing in March. Action RPG Death of a Wish has been given a March release date. The nightmarish title emphasizes tactical aggression and magical combos. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> That is a unique art style. It, it, is it a puzzle it, platformer? It, oh, no. It's just... What is it, this? I <laughs> don't know. 
All right. Well, they're cutting it with the trailer, so that makes it seem more weird. But like, it looks like yeah. Here's it looks weird anyway. Yeah. All right. Kind of frenetic. Yeah. Kind of like an actiony. It sort sort of gives reminds me of uh, Children's of Morta. Yeah. Yeah, it's action RPG. Yeah. But but yeah, no, no, I'm this this style. It's very stylized, but no, just not for you. Not for, the style is not for me. Right, we'll see if it's for you. It's out in March. And there's, and there's demo a demo now. currently available. Yeah. Demo is currently available. Nice. So if you think it's for you, give it a try. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders PC release date. Square Enix announced a release date for Dragon Quest Builders on PC. The game that mixes block building and action RPG will be available in February with additional content and features previously exclusive to the iOS and Android version. Cool. So, is it just play, the first if, one? If, if, well, the second one's already on Steam. Oh, all right. And has been I, for a while. So, uh, I am going to send that to my wife because uh, if you guys haven't played it, it, it the series, it's so it's so much fun. It's just it, I I've had friends that like won't touch Minecraft or Terraria because they're they're, they're like, well, there's no direction, there's no story. I, I don't know what to do. It's too open world. It blows their brain. Where and Dragon Quest Builders gives them exactly what looking for a purpose for building there's npcs they'll give you quests you have to build certain rooms certain ways go out and farm the materials beat up little cute monsters along the way it's super fun so and so goblin stone gets release window indie studio orc chop games mm. has announced goblin stone will be released for pc via steam and epic game store soon the turn-based rpg see players leading a group of goblins attempting to survive in a hostile world oh this looks like one of these um um 2d side view darkest dungeon type things but with goblins and less oppressive right and base building i guess yeah it looks like there's some base building oh cool so op- option eleven. Hmm. Mm, I don't know. You can breed your uh, goblins too. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen Goblin Slayer? They breed like rabbits. Okay. <laughs> so, um, next one, sort of close to my heart. <laughs> Stellar. Blade releasing in April. Sony and ShiftUp revealed an April release date for Stellar Blade. Meanwhile, a six-minute trailer introduces its story, main characters, and various gameplay elements. Did we have any? Okay, yeah. So go watch the trailer. Check it out. See if you're into it. I. How do we describe this, bud? Um. Well, it's it's Devil May Cry meets the artist from Magna Carta. Okay. Like very high production cutscenes here in engine. Is this PS5? This, Must be. Yeah, right? that's that's in engine. Yeah, um, they they're they're really accenting the booty in these cutscenes. I'll, I'll say that much. And um, Rem- Chris, remember what other game Shift Up makes that I play all the time? I don't know. Nikkei. Is that Nikkei? Oh no! So this is a single player Nikkei? No, this is single player like. Uh, Devil May Cry Bayonetta. Okay, it, it honestly, looks hold really on. Cool, but though. you're playing augmented women fighting giant robots. Looks like it. I'm just saying that sounds like another game you're playing. It does, but it is the same. <laughs> it, it is the same company. At least. All right. 
Yeah. And and it, and again, the, one of the owners of the company is the guy who did all the artwork for Magna Carta. Okay. So should not should explain all the booty. Okay. <laughs> there is. We got we got some booty in this one. All right, we'll leave it at it that. It looks really. It looks really. Good, I'm though. sure you think so. <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying like. It does look pretty. It, it's really that's this is some art here. So yeah. Um. This. Yeah. Check it out. It's oh, it's also, at least oh, a neat a neat posters. look. Yep. So all right. Uh, Legendary Tales gets PSVR two release. Urban oh boy. Wolf, Urban Wolf Games has announced Dark Fantasy RPG Legendary Tales will be released for PSVR two this year. The physics, oh gods, the mm-hmm. physics-based VR game implements some unique features for the release. I no. <laughs> this isn't for me. This one is not option ten or eleven. <laughs> <laughs> do do you not want to like stab some uh, some skeletons? No, Chris? I'm good. It's one of those games. I am not. But this is not the thing that's going. Yeah, this is not going to be the game that gets me to buy a PSVR 2. No. No. Afraid not. Okay. I mean, I can't, I'm the, I can't even do VR at all, so... Yeah, I'm going to pass on uh, this one. You, you don't want to, like, do the forging, like, in VR? Like, ooh, Just you can do that. Watching the video without VR is making me dizzy. I'm turning this off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riviera, the promised land, hey. is to switch in Japan this month oh uh sting confirmed a japanese switch release for this upscale is terrible (laughs) they chose one of those filters you never should use on an emulator look at that cat's uh, eyes look at that cat's eyes what did they do to this poor kitty cat the uh first department (laughs) heaven title will hit the console at the end of this month in japan i think it's actually on steam right now already i'm good is it Next. <laughs> yeah. Um, hated it. There are some other ones from the Department Heaven on Steam. That one doesn't appear to have come out yet. So, uh, East Memoir, the Oath in Felgana, coming to PS4, PS5 in Japan. Uh, after releasing it on Switch last year, Nihon Falcom is bringing the remaster of East, the Oath in Felgana, to PS4 and PS5 in Japan. There is currently no news on a Western release for the remaster. But it will come, but it will take a while. Yeah. Uh, C-A-R-D-S RPG, the Misty Battlefield Japanese release date announced. Developer Acquire announced the Japanese release date for Cards RPG, the Misty Battlefield, the game that mixes strategy RPG, deck building, and roguelike will be available in May of 2024. Cool. It looks interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm just waiting for the trailer to get to the actual gameplay. Um, okay, that looks different than the cutscene. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, where's the strategy? Where? Where's the gameplay? Where's the gameplay? Where is okay? I'm seeing a lot of vanillaware influence here, and, yeah. and then I'm not seeing any uh, gameplay. Mo- most most of the uh, games from the company that is actually being 
like a choir a, a choir works with a lot of is more like a I want to say they're publishing. Mm-hmm. But I think I have another game by the actual people who are making those games and most of their games look have that sort of look to it. Here's the gameplay. Okay. It's a SRPG with cards. Yeah. Cool. Um, I do think this looks like an Anna game. So we'll see how what she thinks of it. If when it oh, comes no, out Fire here. is actually the one making it, but Neato! Alright, is that it? That's it. Alright. Yeah. So yeah, yeah new, uh new releases. Alright. What's coming out this week? We've got the Eternal Blade 2 port for PC or whatever that we talked about earlier. And then Pixel Noir is coming out. And uh that Pixel Noir looks interesting. That's coming out for Windows, Mac, and Linux. And uh yeah. Uh this is the detective game. That's all pixel art and noir and RPG. So yeah, this could be cool. Uh looks like a good thing to pick up on Switch, right? Except it's not on Switch. So <laughs> <laughs> Linux Mac PC. So play it on Steam Deck, maybe. Steam Deck, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it'll be on Switch uh, later. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, check it out. Um, With that, we've got uh, some new early access. We've got uh, Brews and Bastards coming to Steam Early Access. Uh, Indie developer Moon Studio announced Brews and Bastards. It's coming to Steam Early Access later this year. The game's an action RPG dungeon crawler where up to four players can team up to explore beverage-themed dungeons infested by drunken demons. Are you there to steal their booze? I don't know, but like, there's a bear in the tavern. Okay, no, he's not one of the demons. All right, so yeah, okay. This knight has a keg helmet on. All right, or like one of those helmets with two beers on either side. And stru- this is this is wacky. It looks very wacky. It could be fun though. It, it's like Magicka, but beer. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the booze. So, I, so, so basically what you're saying is we're a bunch of Pandarans. Yeah, I don't know. This is going to be uh, Steam Early Access. Uh, and so uh, it's also going to be... it's on The de- the demo's up right now. It's part of the Next Fest. So you can try it out now. Brew ba- Brews and Bastards. All right. So, what else we got? Uh, we have uh, some editorial comments. So oh, boy. I'm, I'm going oh. to do the top one last. All right. Uh, so, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink Review, a mobile game turned fighting game and now an action RPG. Well, Grand it's Blue- inspired by the mobile series of Grand Blue, but it's not based off of the mobile game. This is all all new game. Yes, yeah. So, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink takes Grand and his crew on another epic adventure, thrilling cutscenes, narrative and action-packed combat make this a wonderful, albeit short, experience. Uh looks like for- what we got there? Because this is a good book. score. Yeah, four and a half out of five, which is pretty impressive considering all the the tumult that that game went through. Didn't they were with Platinum at one point and then ditched Platinum and you know like went through quite a bit before this game came out. So it's kind of impressive that it came out well. At four point five out of five, that's very high score for us. Got fate episodes tell excellent background stories for playable characters. Presentation all around is first class. Simple to grasp combat that makes it easy to try all of its characters, but the area designs can be too linear, and it feels like one of many arcs that can make the story feel short and incomplete. Which I'm not sure what they mean by that, but uh, read the review for more details. 
Um, overall, yeah, four and a half out of five. John Jansen did the review, and go check out the text. Uh, Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader review. Alcat Games tries to pull off another Oof. engrossing CRPG that encapsulates a beloved tabletop universe. Does uh, Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader's deep world building and storytelling do enough to override the multitude of bugs that plague it? No. No, it is horrible. I I was there with him every step of the way. And the amount of times, he's such a nice guy. He's the nicest guy on earth. He's way too nice. The number of times he had crashes, problems, broken quests, the whole nine yards is was just mind-blowingly bad. He may, he may tolerate it. I would never have put up with it. Like, no, it is terrible. I, I kept telling my friends, please don't support Alcat in this. Please, 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 with all that. that but of course they do. Cause the kids, the Wait, what do you no mean? Discipline. Why did you tell them that? Because it's bug. It's got more. Oh, because you had tried it already, and you were telling him no, don't buy it. No, because I was talking. No, because I was talking with Delander through his entire review process. Gotcha. Like he was giving me daily updates, so I was trying to warn people: this is not the one you want to be doing. Yeah, this from is not the one you want to buy day one. Someone was commenting. I and I forget where it was. If it was on our Discord or a different Discord I'm in, that Alcat makes really good games, just not at launch. So give this give this some updates before getting it. Wait for maybe a sale after they do some updates. This is not something to get right. This now. is even this is even worse than Kingmaker. And Kingmaker had some issues at launch, and some of those were bugs, and some of those were just it wasn't well designed for a new player to teach them the Pathfinder gaming system, and that caused a lot of frustration. But this is just legitimately rush out the door bugs. And given that at this point they have full experience now with Pathfinder. Keymaker and Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, the excuses for this level of incompetence are simply non-existent at this point. Uh, yeah. They were probably trying to rush out the door and meet some deadlines, whatever it may be, but it's it 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 shouldn't have it shouldn't have been put you're, out. You're right in. about everything you're saying, Phil, but I am excited for when they do the uh the remaster release, which they do for yes. all their titles, you know. <laughs> and I am I am hundred and twelve percent with you when it comes to the game of the year edition with all the DLC included, and thank all of you who did buy it early and worked out the bugs for me. I kickstarted it, so I'm you're there. welcome. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Because yes, I'm hundred percent with you. Uh once uh, you know once uh, This is uh, what I get for kickstarting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. So, uh, Outcast Tales, the first journey impression. Can witty narration and brutally hard gameplay make for a great turn-based roguelite? Uh, RP Gamer takes a look at how successful this combination is for Outcast Tales, the first journey. Okay. So that's an impression. There's the, read the big, yep. huge thing that we have left to oh, discuss. No. Can we just skip it? <laughs> Chris, Chris, blasphemy! I didn't vote, so I, it doesn't it doesn't exist. You, you didn't you didn't vote for Path I, of Exile. I didn't vote for Path of Exile. Well, you're you're why I didn't win. I know. Well, I don't think we even had a uh, a uh, best uh, continue continuing this year. But this week we did launch our best games of 2023. Yeah, yeah, the awards are awards. up. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Best 
turn-based RPG. The nominees were Sea of Stars, Octopath Traveler 2, Trails to Azure. What do you think? Those aren't the nominees. Those are the finalists. This is what I've got for you, all right? Those are the finalists. And the winner is Octopath Traveler 2. (laughs) Very well deserved. The the game just had so many improvements over the first one, and it looked gorgeous still. Um, All the improvements they made. uh, I still gripe about some of the things that I wish it did, but uh, overall, it was a much, much cleaner experience than the first game. Uh, Sea of Stars, I still have not touched, and uh, Trails to Azure is like the big culmination of, or no, this was the final of. That's just the end of Crossbell. All right. The yeah, the end of Crossbell. Why? Really yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Why was Baldur's Gate three not one of the best turn-based RPGs? Because it got categorized over in tactical. But it's turn-based. Uh, best action rpg all right best action rpg you don't have to convince me we should kick zelda off the site but anyway best action rpg third placed remnant two that's uh your your souls like with guns mm-hmm. second place final fantasy 16 woo good game first place legend of zelda tears of the kingdom stealing it from 16 who played Apparently this a lot more people were a lot of more people yeah. enjoyed tears of the kingdom than Final Fantasy 16 <laughs> all right best tactical rpg you know who won third place was fire emblem engage i assume because there weren't a lot of options <laughs> yeah, I think second so. place was people. persona 5 tactica and first place was of course baldur's gate 3 um, i i think part of the issue with fire emblem engage is they uh Man, that, that yeah. script is cheesy as hell. Yeah, not, it, uh, the story's yeah. not good. No. <laughs> Best hybrid <laughs> really RPG, runner-up of World of Horror, and the winner, Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line. This feels like the category of, like, we just wanted an excuse to call out these two games and say, good <laughs> <Yes>. job. <laughs> Pretty much. We, we, had, we had to give Nyx her eye, her eye-stabbing love. Yeah, I agree. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, best re-release. Uh, here's your re-release. Uh, kind of conti- okay. Right, re-release. <laughs> Again, a category where I think there were only two entries anyway. Super Mario RPG and Star Ocean: The Second Story R. <laughs> Star, Star, Star Ocean: Second Story R really it 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 did everything it needed to actually get a re-release to be a good re-release. I don't know about the Super Mario RPG. I did not play it, but like Star Wars in the Second Story R was the remake it needed. The only the I only had one because I play I played it. I I played it in a week, which apparently is how I'm going to be playing Infinite Well Infinite Wealth almost. Well, um, played people <laughs> su- people played Super Mario RPG in a week too. <laughs> so short. Yeah, but they that's were done. because it's a short game. <laughs> and no one's talking about it anymore. It's like it came. It was great. We're done. It's short. Yeah. The end. <laughs> Um, but th- th- my one complaint is with the HD pixel graphics, uh, there's this scene where one of the NPCs is lying down in a bed and it looks so awkward because it's like the flattest art ever. Nice. <laughs> he looks so flat. <laughs> I was laughing with just, just how one awkward. pixel tall. <laughs> 
No, it's just like because the bed is still like the 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 like full 3D art, you know, mm-hmm. for the bed. But the character's super tiny. Yeah. This, no, he's appropriate size. It's just flat. So you have this flat image coming out of the 3D bed sheets. It's just so off. It's weird. It was it was just a little bit odd. But uh, other than that, the game is great. I think that was intentional because they thought of how funny it looked. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Best expansion, here's where Path of Exile could have shown up. Third place, The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. That's a Pokemon expansion. Um, second place, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, a very well-liked expansion of uh, Cyberpunk. People, if, if not just for the expansion, just for the patch that came with it. <laughs> yeah, people, um, my buddy Rosar, he was playing some of that on stream, and it, it looked really good, and he was enjoying the crap out of it. And of course, the winner because we're RP gamers, Xenoblade Chronicles Three: Future Redeemed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we only care about the JRPGs around here. Yep. And our site is still around. Those are like the two most common complaints every year when we do this. All right, best battle system. Third place, Star Ocean: Star Ocean Story R. Second place, Baldur's Gate Three. First place, Octopath Traveler Two. That must have been a fight for first and second. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'm sure it was. I I think some of it was helped by like me not having played Baldur's Gate three <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. All right, and then we have best story: Atelier Rise of three, third place; Final Fantasy sixteen, second place; and of course, Baldur's Gate three gets first. This seems right to me. Um, I don't know about Atelier's story. Um, uh, I'm glad to hear it's good, though, because twos was not. <laughs> All right. Thank goodness. Best dialogue. Uh, this is going to sound... Okay, so interesting. Third place was Meg's Monster. I don't know that at all. Uh, that's the that's the one we were uh, talking about with a, a girl named Meg, and she uh, has this, it goes around with this monster. I remember us talking about it on RPG cast, like, what is this? Well, you you just told me it's Meg with a monster. Yeah, that you didn't explain that's it at all. all. Oh, the I, monster's I carrying around it. a helper. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it looks this. Super cute. It does look cute. All right. So that's good dialogue, apparently. All right. Uh, second place, Trails into Reverie. Do you agree with that, Josh? Yeah. 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 The com- the, the the dialogue's uh, pretty good. There. You're not convincing me. All right. First place, Baldur's <laughs> no, Gate no. Three. What, what I agree I with that. Picked. Yeah. <laughs> Baldur's Gate Three for first place seems seems reasonable. Lots of good dialogue in that thing. Yeah, um, I, I've been watching uh, Rosar play that with the buddy Eos. This guy, uh, especially right here, this dude, the science dude, amazing. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot perfect. of good dialogue. In Sounds like he's voiced by John Cleese. I don't know if he is, but amazing. <laughs> uh, most original, Fuga, Mel- Melodies of Steel 2. That's your, your furries in the tanks. Um, second place is Lies of P, Pinocchio Dark Souls. Yep. <laughs> And first place, World of Horror. Yep. All right. <laughs> correct. <laughs> this category is correct. This one. It, it works. I, I always take issue when a sequel gets a most original, but whatever. I'll, what, what else we got to do? Fuga 2 is kind of like it's, it's, its own weird thing still. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Best music. Third place was The Last Spell, which I don't think I've heard of. Um. I should look that up if it's got that good of music. 
Yeah. Search Google for the last spell. It's a surprise indie hit mixing great tactical roguelike gameplay hooks with excellent 2D visuals. All right. Uh, rocking an eerie soundtrack from Remy Gallego and the algor slash the algorithm. All right, really I'm gonna I, I gotta find someone streaming this, so I'll check that out later. Um, okay, Octopath Traveler two gets second place, and Final Fantasy sixteen gets first place. I'm kind of surprised. Mm. Like, dude, I, it's, sick, so, it's it's good it's music. Soaking. Yeah, right. it's soaking. Yeah, right. yeah. soaking is one of the top tier. There were some good musicians. songs. This all right. Yeah. And you know all his stuff from Final Fantasy fourteen. So yeah, you but should know. This is, that's not the game we're considering here. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying you should know that he has a track record of good soundtracks because of fourteen. Yes, so because he did I, the soundtrack I, I for sixteen. But I I also played sixteen, Tam. So I know because I played the game. <laughs> I I'm still surprised. I'm still waiting for it to hit Steve. Because <laughs> it, it is good. It's just very contextually good. I think um, where you feel so good. You know, never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, the Titan fight's amazing. <laughs> the the might the Titan fights are amazing. <laughs> it's like you're playing a Sonic game at that point. Uh, anyway, the uh, uh, <laughs> and that sounds like it'd be an insult, but it's not. Trust me. Play sixteen. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, awards. Best voice acting. Third place. The man who erased his name. Isn't this the one people complained about the voice acting? Uh, well, they complained about it getting the English voice cast later. The Japanese voice acting, though, is amazing, All right. as always. Great. Second place, yeah, Final Fantasy well, 16. That was pretty good, I well, agree. Well, some, some of the complaints, too, was the fact that the person who is doing Cure You is not the English voice actor who was doing Cure You from, like, previous games. They got a well, new voice Well, actor. he was only in one previous game, and he wasn't in Like no. a Dragon that much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in the one previous game, and he was also still the Kiryu voice actor for the Like a Dragon, but some people did raise a stink about that. Yeah. Liam, let's not talk about voice acting stinks, because then we have to bring up the Persona 3 Reload voice acting stink, and we don't want to go down that hole. All right, second place, Final Fantasy sixteen, and then first place, Baldur's Gate 3, of course, because Baldur's Asterion. Gate 3 does have... It is astounding voice actor. Uh, just Asterion would win this category, I feel. But yes, um, it's all great. It, they did a great job. All right. Best visuals. Third place, Octopath Traveler 2. Second place, World of Horror. Here you go. An original visual style getting a win. Or a, a, at least a nod. And then first place is Final Fantasy 16. I'm surprised yeah. Baldur's isn't on here, but I guess I shouldn't be. Yeah. This is kind of like the peak of the realistic, the peak of the 2D, and the peak of the weird. So, mm. yeah, this is cool. So does that mean Stellar Blade should be on this list next year? Probably, yeah. Because yeah. That, that that does look amazing. I'm very I'm I will be playing that if I had a PS5. Damn it. <laughs> Just get one. All right, anyway. Um, I have one. It's in Kentucky. Oh, no. All right, so next we have most overlooked. Third place, Afogado, which I have to go look up because I like coffee things, so why am I not playing the coffee game? Um, I think that was on uh, a Game Pass. I don't know if it still is or not. Okay. Oh, this is a, this is reverse tower defense. Yeah. 
This is well, why I well, didn't play. Well, you have it. to go inside <laughs> people's minds. That's where the tower defense is. Oh man, yeah. And then it's right. also got the you know like the coffee shop. I understand why it was overlooked. Yeah. <laughs> it's niche. People like it though, so I should probably try it. Yeah. Meg's monster comes up again as second place, and then of course Kelly's favorite Fuga Two <laughs> Melodies of Steel. It's like Kelly, me, and Cassandra are like the three people who uh, you know push for that on staff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but i haven't played it yet oh no i only have the first one okay the the backlog does never end all right biggest surprise third place world of horror second place like a dragon ishan i'm surprised that it was surprise um surprised that we even got that i think oh because that's the samurai one right right samurai one which i think was a port of a playstation portable game three no no no. this is a ps3 slash ps4 game Oh, okay, okay. Okay. We still do not have gotten the uh, PSP games. And then num- the number one was Lies of P. That's a good choice. <laughs> All new Dark Souls game based on Pinocchio. Yep. All right, cool. <laughs> Although the, and it the was boss, good. <laughs> it was good, but the boss fights are rough. <laughs> it's a Souls game. They're supposed to be. And then biggest letdowns. Oh, man. Oh, we, there, we have there not some just big letdowns. We we don't have just letdowns. We also have staff regrets. This, that's new category. Yeah. All right, biggest letdown. Let Here we go. Third place, Final Fantasy VII. Ever Crisis. Ever, I couldn't read that. Yeah, Ever Crisis. That's the mobile game. Yeah. Yes. That's the one that's like all the story, right? That that one's kind of on us. No one should have been <laughs> on that. Hmm. Diablo, okay, second place, Fire Emblem Engage. We talked about the story being disappointment. Yep. Um, And then first place, Diablo 4. Your favorite whipping boy. Biggest letdown. It's interesting. This is one of those weird ones where it's like a good game if you only play the story. And then if you expect it to compete with other games in its genre, like Path of Exile, it's a big letdown. (laughs) Well, I I think that is fair, because that's the whole point of Diablo, is that that, it is supposed to be ongoing. And and that's actually the thing. The end game grind had become too much with fleeting and inconsequential rewards. The season pass model was daunting and confusingly priced with a poorly received first season. Yeah, it's... Yep. I, it just goes on from there. Well, I got news for you. Two was better, and season three was worse. And But they patched it, and season three might be better now, but not. It's a mess. It's okay. They've announced what they're doing to fix things in season four. <laughs> they're going to fix it this time. Trust me. All right. Staff regrets. Third place, Palia. I, I, what is this about staff regrets? They're just regret. some individual things. As opposed yeah, to biggest so, letdown, like okay. Yeah, so we offer we offer tweak to one of past dubious categories to better reflect the nature of it and criteria behind it. The sheer number of releases means the RP gamer staff is often often able to just skip over truly miserable experiences. Meaning this award focuses on those that have somehow enticed multiple staff members to them, but then failed to impress any of them all right so we tried these and we were disappointed so in other words they were letdowns mm-hmm. yeah so Pelia, I think, was the <laughs> just say we already had letdowns but all right whatever <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between letdown and then there's a 
like you can still enjoy a game that lets you down. These oh, are this is where, worse. Okay, this all right, is all right, worse. all right. So Palia's number one, which was um, Palia, was the uh, number three, MMO excuse me, Harvest Moon type of game that came out. All right, um, all right, cool. Monster Menu, the Scavengers Cookbook. That's the one where you have to eat the monsters. That didn't work out well. And then this one I've heard people complaining about was Russell Quest. That's our winner for staff regret. The, the winner, the, it, 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 so basically put it this way: Wrestle Quest, you know, unless they patch it or something, is the worst of the worst of 2023 oh, for our staff. Oh no! All right. <laughs> Here we go into miscellaneous awards. Best non-RPG real quickly. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I'm not surprised, but also no surprise. I, I feel like that game gets a lot of credit just because it's a Mario game. Yeah. But all right. It's fine. It looked, Whatever. A, it looked a lot of fun from, you know, from watching pause play. We're looked- not the platformer site. I don't need to be, to justify or unjustify Wonder. I just seen a lot of people, some backlash against people saying how good it is. And I, I wonder if some of it's justified, but it doesn't matter. Because I'm not qualified. Baldur's Gate 3, most played. Okay, everyone tried yeah, it out. A lot of people it, yeah. played it. Final yeah. Fantasy 16, most completed. Yep, it's a lot shorter than Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most anticipated, and, and, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Yep, these sound accurate. Boom, boom, and boom. This, this sounds like our website, yep. <laughs> I love it. Phil, did you, or, was that true for you? Pretty much. All right. <laughs> And then we've got, um, oh, I've got this up like three times. Oh, I see why. All right. I know what happened there. And then then we have the Michael Cunningham Memorial Award. If you don't know, Michael Cunningham was a um, was our editor-in-chief for a very long time. He passed away from cancer in um, a number of years ago now. And what did we give his award to? Meg's Monster, uh, which is a game we give out to... Uh, this award is given out to a game deserving of special recognition in the field of innovation, emotional resonance, or evoking math, max enthusiastic support for RPGs. So Meg's monster did something different, and it's kind of unique. So go check that out in honor of him. Wow, it's been six years since he passed I know, away? It's crazy. Five and a half? Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, game of the year. Controversy. There we go. Oh, Buckle up. Third place. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So it didn't okay. win. It didn't win. Good. We didn't have the non-RPG winning best RPG. That would doubt. That's good. Second place, Baldur's Gate 3. Second place. What? Second place. <laughs> How oh, dare you? I'm, I'm quitting. I Whoever owns this place sucks. Man. Oh, wait, that's me. Go look in a mirror. Dang it. First place, Octopath Traveler 2. No, the JRPGs <laughs> took it again. See, I have a I have a good explanation for this. So the original Octopath Traveler, when it came out, the year it came out, that was the most placed most played game on our website of all of our staff. Not this members. year. No, no, no. So so this is this is what I'm explaining. Oh okay. that year it was also the game that was the had the lowest percentage of completion. <laughs> a lot of people played the first game on staff and dropped it, you know, like halfway mm-hmm. through. Yeah. So this time, the only people who played the second one were the ones who liked its confirmation bias. The people who played it were the ones who loved. So the you're first saying game. it's garbage? 
No, I'm not saying it's garbage. <laughs> That's what you I'm said. Josh Carpenter says your game pitch. is garbage. It's self <laughs> this time around, it's self-selecting. The people who played Octopath Traveler 2 were the ones who liked the first one, and you didn't get the people who were a little bit more meh on it. I so see. Baldur's Gate 3, everybody played it, so there are at least some people who are a little bit like, eh. <laughs> and that brings it down a little bit. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it happens. <sighs> Yeah, Man. like I'll I'll be honest. I'm one of those ones. I dro- I dro- dropped Octopath Traveler one not because I thought it was a bad game. I actually really enjoyed it, but there's some issues with it. But I was very excited for Octopath Traveler two, and I actually played more of Octopath Traveler two than I have of Octopath Traveler one. But how am I, I like supposed to game, feel about my them. my worth as a human being that my game didn't win? <laughs> What, you actually own the site, Chris. You didn't rig it for yourself. I know. I didn't even you vote. You said you didn't vote. I didn't even vote. I have no right to complain. <laughs> I could. It could have been my vote that made the difference. That's what happens when you don't vote, folks. Oh, man. Fine. Lesson. Go Congratulations, Octopath Traveler 2. Hey, at least this year we have a, a Western RPG in the top three, unlike most years. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the awards for this week. Is that the show? Yeah, I think it is the show. show. All right. Do I we have a so. question of the week for folks? What's your game of the year? Yes. Yeah, let, I mean, kind of standard. But is it, is that not it. tell us how we're wrong? <laughs> or any other. Yeah, what, what was your 2023 game Sorry. of the year? What was your game of the year or any other personal pick for our award categories? Yeah. And suggest categories if you have them. We may use them in the future. Yes, for the show, the show that Phil accidentally volunteered to organize. Let me send that message out right now. <laughs> okay, that's it, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, with all that said, I need to ask what you're going to play this week. Phil Willis. I think it's more City of Heroes time. More City of Heroes. Will I be tempted by option number three or whatever it was? All right. Josh Carpenter. Or infinite wealth. Oh uh, yes, option number Which option five. Was that? Like I six? don't know. <laughs> yeah, five <or> six. <laughs> Robert Albright. Uh, also, more infinite wealth. Oh no, two votes for an option. That's not good. Uh, there will be, of course, more Nikkei because uh, I do that every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, there will be more Strangers of Paradise, Final mm. Fantasy Origins. Because as as weird as the game is, I I am enjoying it a lot. And then there's me probably playing Pal World, but tempted by, I think we got up to 11 games throughout the show. <laughs> 10. Uh, 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully none. Probably all. I don't know. <sighs> poor, poor. All right. So with that, I'm going to say thank you. Catch us next week at 9 a.m. Pacific noon eastern right here at twitch.tv slash Gamer, or you know always you can catch us on your favorite podcast service go search for rpg cast download the show it's free and uh leave a question a comment for our question of the week what was your game of the year or any other pick for our award categories at uh, the rpgamer.com go to the podcast section find the show thread leave your comment there and we will read it on the show next week so with that i'm gonna say thank you stay tuned for more twitch content And um, we'll see you next week. Until then, everybody, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.
This has been another episode of RPG Cast, a podcast about role-playing game news, reviews, and interesting awards. RPG Cast is brought to you by the donations of nobody. We're able to make the money from ads. Thanks for letting the ads play so we can bring you the RP Gamer hosting. Chris. Yes? Chris, why don't you do a Kickstarter for like $25? No. For just $25? So amount that totally doesn't run the website, but you know, just, just because. Phil, stop it. I'm trying to end the show. Okay, my bad. This is unprofessional. Thank you. Uh, to, and a, re- uh, a generous grant from, um, from RASA, the Role-Playing Game American Science Association. Um, RASA is here to bring the science of RPGs to you and does so with a generous grant for this show. Um, if you'd like to support RASA, just go shove RPGs in your friends' faces. Thank you. Um, and now we take you back to local, your local news. Bye.